from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. It's a bonus, bu- 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 bonus episode. The crew, there's nobody here, but uh, live in studio, not on the phone, not via Skype, not via Google Meet, not via Zoom, live in the flesh, the host of the very popular, insanely popular, your second favorite podcast, <laughs> <laughs> the Home Video Hustle, the host of the host and creator, yeah, of the Home Video Hustle, Mr. Brent Fullen is here, sir. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are you doing today? You should have seen that lean, that lean <laughs> in. Brent is uh, enjoying a Corona. That's right. How is that? That is a low carb Corona. It tastes good. It's good, it huh? It tastes much different. To me. No, it's nice. It's a nice. Uh, what is it? What's it called? Corona, Corona, Corona Premier. Premier. This episode brought to you by Corona Premier. Two point six gram of carbs, nine day calories. That's right. It's a good drink. That's an easy drinking. Beer. Yeah. Very easy to drink. As PJ would say, this will get you fucked up. That's right. I got about a whole twelve pack out there in the in the garage. Oh, so don't you let me know when you need all twelve of them. Well, so for those of you that haven't, I mean, everybody knows this is the crossover of the century. People Man. have been following this on social media for months. <laughs> <laughs> Brent has decided to take a vacation out here in the Los Angeles area. Finally. And uh, yeah, you're out here. You made it. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's been, uh, so we're, right now we're in, it's about one o'clock in the morning. It's about to hit one o'clock. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this to make Brent feel at home. I said, let's do it as late as possible. Super late. So we went out, we had a full day today. Uh, and then we came back and we are now in uh, my game room, which is in a transitional phase. Uh, it was my daughter's uh, classroom for the last two years of the pandemic. And for the last four or five months, it's actually been her bedroom because her bedroom's getting worked on. She finally, everything's, uh, her room's getting put back together now it's finished and i will soon be able to reclaim this room but right now there are it is a pile there's stuff everywhere <laughs> so uh so brent's been putting up with that for the last couple of days but uh yeah we're here so it's it's late at night everybody is upstairs asleep we're down in the uh, in the in the garage out here in the uh, los angeles underground and uh yeah brent's been with us a couple of days now yes it's wednesday met the crew mm-hmm Met the crew. So give us your thought. What do you think of uh, of uh, Southern California so far? It's all been cool so far. Like, I was expecting mass chaos, mass hysteria, people every damn where. But it's not been like that. Everybody been nice, too. I yeah. ain't ran into no assholes yet. It's <laughs> still a chance that I might run into. Hold on. You still got two days. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Knock, Knock on, on wood. All the wood. No, we've had a pretty good experience. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, traffic even has, hasn't even been as bad. And one thing I told Brent was... The thing you're going to realize here is you need a car yeah. when you're out here because even though everything's, it's not that far, it's far enough that you can't really mm-hmm. get around. Public transport's hard. Like, could you imagine trying to take a bus? Fuck. We went out to the, uh, we went out to the, uh, the motion picture museum, museum. Yeah. At the Academy of, it used to be at LACMA. You want to do the joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, which one was I? Or you said so many of them, I came. <laughs> That's actually courtesy of Dan. It was actually courtesy of Handsome Dan Handsome. Lacma, Lacma balls in your mouth. That's right. <laughs> Apologies. 
uh, we've been having a lot of those jokes the yeah. last uh, couple of days. But yeah, so we drove out there and it took us. Uh, we hit Pasadena first. Today was the weirdest day, so we mm-hmm. left where we live. We moved, went out to Pasadena, and then from Pasadena went to downtown, or not downtown. We went to the uh, uh, the Wilshire district. So we we were down there by the right next to the La Brea tar pits. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to see the tar. Yeah, what did you think of that? It looked like tar. <laughs> <laughs> I saw bubbles in the tar. That's right. You saw prehistoric. That, that, prehistoric that, tar farts. That's it. That's it. <laughs> They've been there since the uh, Mesozoic area. That's right. And Man, then, Mesozoic farts. That's right. And then Tommy Lee Jones comes by, <laughs> and then he creates a volcano. I still need to see that movie. Ah, uh, remember that was the year that there were two Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. It's mm-hmm. one of those years where it was like a deep impact in Armageddon. Yeah. Never seen either of those. Being released on the... Oh, you haven't seen Armageddon? <laughs> either one, no. Oh, we could have watched that for the... No, but we haven't done it on the show yet. Only thing I... I think I've seen a clip where the, like, the asteroids were coming down and somebody was standing there and went just like pow, drive them right to the ground or some shit like that. Right. Is that the same movie? I think so. Oh, okay. well, That's I all think, I remember. I don't remember. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think so. Wait, there's one where... Does it have Eddie Griffin in it? I don't remember. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Somebody tell me. Write in the HVH podcast on Twitter. Right. <laughs> Or Send me the soup, at soup complex. Let right. us know. I don't remember. <laughs> it, that that release got a cri- that movie got a Criterion release. That and The Rock got Criterion. Now I have, the The Rock, I can. I'm about to say I have The Rock. Here's the thing, though. Michael Bay was hot for like a couple minutes. He did Bad Boys. He did The mm-hmm. Rock. He did uh, Armageddon. But I don't think Armageddon is worth a Criterion. Not from what I hear. The Rock, yes. I feel like The Rock was Rock cool. was a good one. I actually like that movie. Yeah. Everybody says the best part about the Armageddon Criterion is the commentary track. Which is Michael Bay yelling at... Or is it Ben Affleck calling out all the stupid shit and then Michael Bay yelling at him the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get it for that. I do like that. I do like that idea. <laughs> I, would, I will pay money to hear Michael Bay. But Michael Bay, it's always those weird uh, bank commercial angles where it's like one person in the bottom right of the frame mm. with like an American flag in the, <sighs> in the back of... Like a sun drenched and some like lens flares. And so it's always like that weird... <laughs> Uh, his worst is probably Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor was Never terrible. Never seen that one. Uh, Armageddon is corny and bad, but it's bad in a fun way. Mm-hmm. So it's but it's still The Rock is still the peak. That's peak Michael Bay. For you me. think the Transformer movies are better than Pearl Harbor? Ooh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna tell you this. Mm-hmm. As goofy as the first Transformers is, I don't hate it. I didn't like it. I don't hate it. I didn't yeah. say I loved it. Oh, yeah. I didn't say I loved it, but I don't hate it. I remember walking out the movie theater. I was like, man, that movie sucked. And then, like, everybody, oh, my God, I love the transfer. Oh, my God. I'm like, really? You know, I had the, same, I had the same experience with Independence Day. Mm. That's my experience. with. I walked out of Independence Day going, what did I just watch? Right. And everybody else was like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. You don't seen. like that movie? I don't. I don't either. I don't matter. I never big... liked it. Even as a kid, I didn't like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know why? Because you grew up like I did. You probably watched a lot of just good sci-fi invasion movies, and that was not one of them. No. It was dumb. I think the only Roland Emmerich movie I like is Stargate. Yeah. I think that's the only one. Right. And that was his first, so he was kind of reined in. I can't even think of any other ones I like. Plus, you got Kurt Russell. True. You know. Some guys kind of elevate that material. That's what happened, I think, with The Rock. Yeah. I think you have Sean Connery. You have a good performance by Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Cage. Uh, and great performance it's by Ed Harris. Harris. Okay, I'll say that. So that like elevates the, but you still have the Michael Bay moments with like the guy you scrap with a scratch on my Humvee. I have your ass, you know that <laughs> whole thing, and you know I'm only borrowing your Humvee, like what, that whole what, thing. Is that from that movie? Like, winners get to fuck the prom queen. Yeah, exactly. 
you still get some Michael Bay esque moments, but it's uh, all in all. I mean, I love that movie. I do. I need to rewatch that. I do love that movie. That is a good one. Uh, we're gonna do it on the podcast soon, so maybe you'll. Are you doing Stargate? You, uh, we're not doing Stargate. Oh, okay. Jake was just saying he wanted to do Stargate. Stargate's a good one. I might have to pick that up just so we can throw it on the podcast. Because y'all are in Shawshank is ninety four, right? Right. Yes, that's the same. You know Stargate we skipped. That I have. To, you know we skipped. That I have to, to rectify is was mariachi. Yeah, I was wondering why y'all didn't cover that I, one. Because, you know what? I bought it in a bundle. Oh. And the bundles always go by the last yeah. year. So it's like the year for like Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got to I gotta, I gotta regulate. Yeah, because I, I was waiting on that. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll, we'll pick it up. So I'm curious what they say. I know they probably like Desperado, but I'm curious about that one, though. Right. Because as a kid, I could, well, I love Desperado. But I always thought Desperado was my favorite. El Mariachi is my second favorite. And Once Upon a Time in Mexico was my third Right. Favorite. El Mariachi is great because I was just watching it again the other day to get ready. For being such a tiny budget, Man. I think what helps is that it's filmed in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so since nothing look, looks familiar, it's almost like like we talk about when we talk about Night of the Living Dead mm-hmm. looking like a documentary because it's like this <laughs> weird, you know, John always says it kind of looks like somebody's filming it. Yeah. That's the way El Mariachi feels like. You're really watching those cats Definitely. break out of that jail down there, <laughs> right? I always love the stunt too where he like, Rosie like kind of zip lines down onto the yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's a low budget movie. They're doing shit like that. Yeah, like, it looks like somebody. He's like, hey, look, here comes a bus. Jump on that bus. <laughs> 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 kind of the way the Hong Kong movies used to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of look like that. I don't know what to do about Armageddon. Man. I, it, those Criterion releases. So every once in a while, Criterion will surprise yeah. you with one of their releases. But for the most part, though, but so, it's always the extras are good. That's the thing. That's what it has that commentary on it. Right. <laughs> I almost bought it just for that. Right. The only reason I didn't buy it is because it was before they started uh, formatting them for widescreen TV, so it's the shoebox. Oh, uh, okay. I don't like those. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, well, here, people out there, if you buy Criterion, this, if it's the black border at the top and not the little line under it, then don't buy it. Because it's not going to work on your TV. It's going to look like shit. Right, right. You might as well buy a laser disc at that point. <laughs> yeah, well, those, you know, remember all that stuff, they, were, they, they weren't formatted yet, so they didn't know mm-hmm. how to do. I remember watching The Empire Strikes Back was the first movie I think I watched in widescreen VHS mm. when they started letterboxing. Yeah. And I remember being blown away because I'd watched it so many times on video. It looked weird to me for a second because mm-hmm. I was like, I remember it's that scene where the Empire, when, they're, when the transports are leaving Hoth, mm. and there's a, they, they cut to like a, one of the Imperial dudes and he's like, uh, our, you know, our first catch of the day or whatever he says, you know, the transport hit our way. Our first oh, yeah. There's a dude off to the right. I was like, where did that dude come from? I've never <laughs> seen that guy before. I probably saw him when I was in the theater and didn't remember it. But you got to really be a movie nut, though, Brent, for you to turn that down. That's how I know. Yeah, you I can't. Do you, can't you can't live with I'm it. I'm bougie. I was just telling someone, I'm bougie now with movies. Like, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I don't even buy Blu-ray. I'm just like, it's going to come out on 4K. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to keep buying these movies over and over again. Right. That's one thing Criterion pisses me off about. It'd be like a 4K mask where they put on Blu-ray. It's like, just put the damn thing on 4K. Right. Cause they, but now they've been going back and really like I bought my Hullen Drive and now they put it out on 4K and it's like god damn it man. right right <laughs> they you know what that happened with me with the uh, Voodoo I bought the original Star Wars trilogy and mm-hmm. it was in it was in HDX which is basically yeah. Blu-ray quality mm-hmm. and then they just they did them all in 4K and I'm like god dang it so I picked up I think I picked up the prequels recently because they were on sale mm-hmm. so the prequels are in 4K and then I go back and I'm like dang it. And it's not even so much that you notice, it's just the idea that it's, you're like, as a collector, you're just annoyed, right? Right. I remember even with the original Star Wars movies, I was hyped, because for like a limited time, they put out DVDs that had the, both versions, had the uh, the Laserdisc version. That right. Was, 
But then they were the fucking shoebox versions. Right. So it's like they didn't even reform it. They just basically shot them onto a disc. Right. Like, but that's the only way to get the un... That's uh, true. That's the only way to get the un... un what is the unspecial uh, edition? Yeah. Yeah, they just threw them on there like... So other than that, you have to keep your... V- like, I got my VHS tape still. But, right. Yeah. So basically what it is is so when it's not formatted... And it's so if you format it, you could sometimes the formatting will still have if it's something su- shot super wide, like in Vistavision, like mm. if it's something like uh Lawrence of Arabia, right? It'll mm. still have the the bars because even widescreen TVs are not big enough, yeah, they're not the scale's not big enough to get the, the whole image. Like the at the academy today, they were showing scenes from Lawrence of Arabia and it was formatted mm. perfectly. So, but there was a time when they were just throwing some on that were just transfers from laser discs. Yeah. Where you basically just had a square, and inside the square was a rectangle, mm-hmm. and inside that rectangle was the movie you were going to oh, watch. I hate that so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you got black bars on the top and sides. It's like, fuck, man. Right. Now I'm, now, now I'm just watching a, it's like you're watching a uncompressed, uh, like, when, when the, like CD-ROM remember mm-hmm. CD-ROM video was like I that I was about to say it's like watching a Sega CD game yes exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it was uh, but back to what we were we, so we you've been in LA three days yeah well the LA area mm-hmm. uh, and I you know said so far everybody's cool yeah we talked a little bit about the traffic <laughs> are there any observations you have that you want to share with the people out there that may have maybe have never been out here what do you think so far the biggest thing that's fucking me up is the weather. Right. It's, I, I, it's unseasonably mild. Yeah, I was telling him, I was like, I brought Ohio with me. Because I, I packed up all my stuff, and my brother and I was like, man, you're going to be hot wearing all that shit. And it's like, no, nah, now they they pulling out jackets. <laughs> I thought, I was like, man, should I bring a hoodie with me or something? My brother, you ain't going to need no hoodie. Now they bring out coats. <laughs> well, I just wear a long sleeve shirt. But mm-hmm. when we get, it, we get it out here, it's called June gloom. And you get, like, in the morning, it's foggy. Mm-hmm. And then it burns off, and then the day's hot. But we never, we haven't gotten that burn off. Yeah, it's just stayed cloudy. And as a matter of fact, it's been a little drizzly. It has been, yeah. This is very, I hate to say it, very San Francisco weather. Oh shit, <laughs> very San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take their weather. Keep their back. You keep their baseball team. But um, yeah, it, it, the weather's been good. For you. Everything's been breaking your way so far. It's been pretty good. good. Yeah, we're eating like assholes. I was about to say that's the thing too. It's a lot of food. I, I pissed them off, listeners. <laughs> no, you're not. Being, yeah, I think it's funny. I I still think I'm. I, okay, here's the thing. I need to go to Ohio and try a Wendy's because apparently Ohio Wendy's are the bomb. Yeah, we went to In and Out Burger first night I got here, and uh, it was good. And then they asked me how it tastes, and I was like, "Oh, it tastes kind of like Wendy's." <laughs> they shot me the dirtiest fucking look. <laughs> I like Wendy's though. That's my shit. There you go. You were actually paying us a compliment. Mm-hmm. You were paying us a compliment. It was good though. Of all the burgers I've Oh. Somebody's blowing up during the show. <laughs> I forgot to mute that. That's okay. Solid snake calling me. Dang. Kodak. <laughs> People keep asking me every time they go off, they're like, what is that sound effect? I'm like, you must not play Metal Gear yeah, Solid. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard it, I was like, I know that sound. Hell yeah. But no, we we, we going to In and Out Burger. We went to Jack in the Box. We went to Pie and Burger. Pie and Burger is a small one. It's one one location. And they had the old school registers and everything. Right, like, right next to up. Caltech, right there. Yeah, I had never been. That's one of John's favorite you had spots. Never been there? I had never been there. Oh, or right. I thought everybody had been there before. That was an old school soda fountain in front. Yeah, they actually put just poured the syrup in the cup and put the shit in there and stirred it up. Right. Never seen that in person before. I've seen it in movies. That burger was good though. It's good as fuck. That's of the three places that had the best burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, between like Jack in the Box, In and Out, In and Out was better though. Okay. 
Well, you know, Jack in the Box is drunk food. You finally, you finally tried the tacos without ranch. They didn't put ranch on. How, how were they tacos? They were good. It's drunk food, man. Yeah, two for a dollar fifty. That ain't bad. It was a dollar fifty. They were two for a dollar. Oh, okay. They were two for a dollar forty nine. These be two for a dollar forever. Mm-hmm. And finally, the inflation. Damn inflation! I was about to inflation say inflation caught up. Oh, I, that's one other thing I noticed. Like I'm gonna tell PJ next time he complained about gas. I'm like, at least our shit wasn't seven dollars. Yeah, out here where we crazy. live, out here where we live, it's around five five fifty. We went to downtown today, and it was seven bucks. It was over seven bucks. It was over. It was almost close to eight. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Imagine. And all the driving people have to do. Mm-hmm. Imagine. That's why you see all these Teslas out here. A lot of them. That's the thing that fucked me up, too, is that um, back around in Ohio, you really there's not really a lot of places you can do U-turns. Right, right, right. You do, people doing that shit like crazy. <laughs> it's almost like back in where my mom, she moved to North Carolina, and it's actually legal there. You can do U-turns anywhere, unless it's like it says you can't. And so it's not as crazy as that here, but it's like just seeing it, it's like, fuck, man, I got pulled over like <laughs> you, You've seen a lot of people do dumb things in traffic so far. Yeah. I, uh, I've, I've kept my road rage in check, uh, mostly because my wife is in the car, but uh, I'm also a mellower human being now, I think. <laughs> um, also, my car doesn't go very fast, so if I get in an altercation, I can't get away, so I don't. I kind of keep it. Pushing aside. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's roomy, though. It, it is, is nice when you're... Have five of those in there. Yeah. And the trunk was full. And the trunk was full. That's just because I have a c- bunch of crap in my car. But yeah, it's it's been fun. I, it's yeah. been fun watching you just kind of observe everything. Yeah, that's been that's been fun for me. Um, and re- and we re- I realized today there's so much to do out here. I'm yeah. like, we're like, where do we take them? And uh, yet today was the first day we really got out of where we live. He's uh, you've been hanging out every year. We had game mm-hmm. night last night. That's right. We did a game night. We went. To, we took you to the to the shop. Yeah, you got to meet Renee. Yes, you got right. to see where we record usually. Yep. You got to see some the town where, where we're from, and you, so you got to see a lot of stuff that we've mentioned on the show a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool to see Renee in person too. So, right. So he walked. I walked. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and Renee, he is just like the sweetest guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's a sweetheart. I love that guy. So I miss him. Uh, I miss doing the show there, and he's just a very welcoming dude. You know. So uh, it was good to see Renee. So shout out to Renee and, yeah. and keep listening to uh, Keeping Up with the Nerds. They're they are getting they are getting big. They're doing all mm-hmm. kinds of doing videos now. Yeah, I saw. They got all, they got the. Did you see the clapper in the? Mm-hmm. In the yeah, because yeah, like, Jake kept clapping. I was like, damn, these guys are these guys are moving up. <laughs> We're gonna have to start calling it the Keeping Up with the Nerd Studio. It was written. It was written outside on the door. Right. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I gotta race that next time I come in. <laughs> Next time I come in, no, and then uh, you got to go to Lovell's Records, which is like an yep. institution there. It's been like a 40 local bucks. institution. Yeah, they had a lot of good stuff, <laughs> man. There. Right, they had some good stuff. And then today we went. To, we took you all over today. You went to Pasadena. It was you went all to, day today. Yeah, you went to Little Tokyo. You went. To, That's right. Unfortunately, we got there a little bit late. Everything was yeah, everything's closed. You, weird. You got to f- go to Philippe's, one of the oldest restaurants in Los Angeles, That's right. an LA institution. Got to try a French dip. Brought home some. I said, Boston mustard. Homemade hot mustard. <laughs> that will clear your sinuses. Oh, it, it, I, I, <laughs> I guess um, I put a lot of it on the first piece of bread I had, and that shit soaked up in there real quick. So when I bit into it, it was like an explosion in my fucking nose. <laughs> it was like my nose busted a nut or something. I was like, God damn, like I had to catch myself. Because I was in the middle of saying something, I think that Jake and I had to turn my head like, fuck. <laughs> it happens. It'll clear you. get that one bite with all the, just mm-hmm. all up in there. Yeah. Just, yeah, it's like, it clears your sinuses out. You, you, you. It's like the old. Now you know why you like on the, on the old movies, like the Three Stooges or whatever. Oh. They put the horseradish in and you're like, what is that? Then you know. You're like, oh, 
That's a <laughs> Philippe's is good. That's a it was good. That was a good. That's we go we go there before we go to Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. We like assholes there, and then we go to Dodger Stadium and eat hot dogs. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know how I'm still alive. I honestly don't. Um, yeah, the, the Academy Museum today was really cool. Was uh, cool. If you're a movie lover, yeah. You're gonna. I definitely. Well, I'm, the moment I saw they had a Spike Lee area, you know, I immediately gravitated towards that. Right, right. And that Spike Lee was what we. One thing we got to see was Spike Lee. You know, he's kind of like he's a very uh, uh, controversial figure. Yeah. You know, he 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 does not shy away from the controversy. Mm-hmm. He does not shy away from opinions. No. It turns out he's just a dude who loves movies. He's, he's a got, movie nerd. He's got all these posters <laughs> that he's donated to the. Mm-hmm. Like they're on loan. Yeah. But he's got like signs, like sign posters from like William Friedkin, Al, Al, Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. He has all these movies, and they all say to Spike." Yeah, you know, thanks for the, you know, whatever. I forget what the Sydney Lumet one said. It said something that made me laugh. I can't remember. It was like to Spike, you are a good filmmaker, or something like that. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. generic. Sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he was just like, "Yeah, here's Spike. Here you go, Spike." <laughs> but you can you imagine him just going, "Hey, Mr. Pacino, can I get your autograph?" Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's kind of cool, you know. It's kind of cool to know that he's just <laughs> he nerds out just like everybody else mm-hmm. does, you know. Uh, and that was cool. He has a couple of Oscars up there. Yeah, had like the instruments from uh, uh, um, uh, he had the trumpet and everything from like oh, Mo yeah, Better Blues oh, yeah. and and had the uh, had Mookie's uh, the jersey. The, the, he had the he had the Jackie Robinson jersey and he had the Sal's Pizzeria. Oh, he did have the jersey. Yeah, right. that was cool. I see he had like his uh, notes from his acceptance speech up there too. I right, saw. right. There's a <laughs> lot of really cool stuff, and it it's uh, I think it's like twenty five bucks to get in. There was a Miyazaki uh, uh, this installation that's there right now. That was cool, but I didn't get a lot out of it because I've never seen any of his movies. Before. Yeah, they're they're cool. They're they're it's a different kind of animation. It's very mm-hmm. uh, character driven, you know. Oh, so, okay. But a lot of it's just I, I thought it was really beautifully done. Yeah. And um, the stuff I saw on the video screens look good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I just didn't know what the hell was going Great. on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, there's all. I mean, if you love movies, go because that yeah. that first. Uh, me and John were talking about that first room where it just has a bunch of video screens playing mm-hmm. all this stuff from different movies out of sequence, and like thirty second clips. Mm-hmm. I told Brett we could probably stay in here all all day, day just watching. Right, just watching little <laughs> clips. <laughs> Even the the one that was at the second floor had the the real big wall that just showed a bunch of stuff. Right, that was cool too. Right, that's where I saw the they showed the scene from Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. And then they were showing scenes from like uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, oh. it, and it's not quite like a movie screen, but it's huge. Like, it's big as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's probably like a like a probably like a ten by ten screen, maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and they have like three of them conjoined, and they're just showing all the different clips. They had the cool one too in the sci-fi area. They showed all the sci-fi movie clips. Right in like circle vision. Yeah, it's yeah. Everywhere you look is a different clip. Yeah, cool. it was cool. That was really well edited. It was because it fucked me up when they showed the Phantom Planet. I didn't expect to see that. Right. Pop up. <laughs> That's what I was saying. That they they really it was kind of cool because they weren't snob about snobs about it. Yeah. They were showing like old uh, Flash Gordon clips. That's and, right. Like, yeah. They she even showed like This Island Earth. And, I missed uh, that one. I didn't see that. Yeah. One. yeah. And uh, they, that, I watched that whole thing because I just sat down because it kind of started with Earth to the Moon and then mm. it kind of broke it down thematically. Yeah. Like, it was cool, man. Yeah, it was, was really really That's cool. That's probably my, my other favorite things was that room right there. Yeah. Uh, oh, that room with all the costumes, and they have the droids, mm-hmm. and they have the the queen's um, alien, the alien. Yeah, I just yeah. thought he had the head and everything yeah. in there. All that was cool. They had um, in the back. They had like the Batman Returns, like the penguins, like nose, fake nose, and everything. Yeah, and the the 
what do they call those things? Like the little fake house. What is that shit? The little model of the, the, the prop set. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Whatever. That was cool. Yeah. There's a lot of good. If you're a movie lover, go check it out. And they're mm-hmm. they're rebuilding uh, LACMA right now. So LACMA's not there, but in the old May Company building, it's now the. If you're if you're from the LA area, you'll know what that is, and it's the um, that's where the um, theater of uh, what is motion picture theater is no motion picture museum. <laughs> God dang. It's been a long day. It's one in the morning. It's okay. It is. We ate tacos. We ate beef dips. We ate uh, burgers and pies. Man. Strawberry pie. That shit was good, man. Was it? Even though me and John, we did you try the rhubarb one that gave him? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I had never had that before. Yeah. Always heard about it, but never tried it. Yeah. That's like from a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. That's right. That's why we were looking those up on his phone. I said that. I was like, man, we think the uh, door where I was telling you, he's like, he fucked up um, Casablanca. What's his name? Humphrey Bogart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A rhubarb pie. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it was. I'm. I'm glad you're having a good time out here. Mm-hmm. So, and then we just I'm had. Loving it. Then we just had to. You know, we you, we came over here and chilled last night and had game night. So you got to see a little bit of board game night. See what we do. See what we talk about there. And uh, you were good at a game called Skull. I was just about to say that's the one I was fucking Jake. Because <laughs> you really did. You you mess with Jake a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. he deserves fun. it. It's easy. He deserves it. Because <laughs> it's pretty much in anything video games. Once I found out I could fuck with you, I'm gonna keep. Just like with the damn deep sea games, I could fucking everybody with the <laughs> You take everybody down. That's right. Everybody going down with me. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. We had a, we had a good time. What we, is, so we played deep sea adventure. We played llama. We played a game called skull. The, we the played fruit point salad. salad. And then we played a game called Inca Gold, which is like oh, a push. I forgot about that one. That's a gambling game. I was fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fuck it, keep staying. Yeah, yeah, you get everybody to stay, and then you're like, I'm out. <laughs> just bone out. Talk everybody into staying, and then just be like, I'm gone. What's the other one? Oh, the Cards Against Star Wars. Oh, we Wars. played Cards Against Star That was not bad. That's nah, the first time I played it. I won. Dirty Star Wars. It's basically Dirty Star <laughs> Wars. What was your favorite dirty card? You had one that said... Uh, oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, I forgot what Oh, was. fuck, I can't remember no more. My no made all three. Y'all burst out laughing. Yeah, there was a couple good fuck. ones. There was a couple good ones. And me and Jake were neck and neck in that one. You, you came back. I came back hard. You came back. He had like what? We were, we were, we he were was like at seven. five for a while. We were going to seven. And I had two. You had two. You tied it. Mm-hmm. He went ahead. And then you got like two in a row. Mm-hmm. That was good. Good play. I'm good at games. Good play. <laughs> <laughs> games. He knows how to play. I know how to play. <laughs> That's not different kind of games, ladies. Different kind of games. Not those Yeah, I don't games. play them games. Mm-mm. No. Y'all, y'all can play them games, ladies. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So we've been listening to a lot of uh, old school hip hop. We got the old school hip hop playlist going, and then uh, and Mario uh, down my skills. He's like, every time a song come on, he knows all the words. You know all the words. You knew all the old stuff. See, I'm like verification yeah. of my. But I knew, skills. I knew from listening to the show. I, I wasn't surprised, but it oh, was yeah, funny because there was stuff that like I the, I did surprise you today with the MC Shy D though. Yeah, shake it. Come on, shake, shake it. <laughs> I was laughing too because I, I was talking to Jake and I looked back and I seen Justine was back there dancing yeah. shit in the back. I was like, oh shit, okay. Still, it, it, yeah, that stuff still hits. Mm-hmm. 30 years later, that stuff still hits. Oh no, it was the one too. We, I think y'all, y'all were getting out the car when we were about to go to the comic shop. You had the two live crew do the damn thing, was playing <laughs> it on your phone and shit. I was like, y'all, you played it without me in the car? That's one of our favorite songs. It'll show back. It'll come back. <laughs> I have a huge playlist. It's, I just have, uh, yeah. let's listen to some hip hop, is what it's called, uh, which is a uh, reference to. Tribe Called Quest, mm-hmm. um, and so there's like there's like two hundred two there's like over two hundred songs. In that That's what's that thing. That's a good play. And then you just kept hitting uh, like, but all those uh, the reason those weren't liked 
was because they were already in my playlist. I'm gonna make sure you like them though. Yeah, yeah, I do. The reason what I use like for is I find when I find songs that I don't know. Oh, so I fucked it up. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Today you should have. I'm a, I'm a little sad you didn't use your. You, you, I heard you heard a Japanese banger, <sighs> and you didn't play your. You didn't use your phone. What was that? It was a little Tokyo we read. Yeah, yeah. I went to a store because um. I play the Yakuza games a lot, and they always had like this little triangular little rice cake thing. Right. Every time I try final shit there, I can never find them. They didn't have them either. But there was a song playing, and I told Mario, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. That <laughs> shit sounded hard though, <laughs> and I forgot that because that, that fucking Pixel phone has a thing where it's like you just push on the screen right. and it like tells you shit. Right, right, right. And I can, didn't anything to do it because I was just looking around everywhere. Do me a favor, Brent. Take your. I just noticed your mic. Uh, the, you just twist it so the light. See the little light on the on the front. This one, yeah, twisted so it's uh, up top. Oh, gotcha. There you go. There you go. All right. Sorry about that. Oh, it's all good. We'll edit that in post. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see now, yeah, there you go. Professionals. We know we're pros. Oh, I was doing. See, I was doing it from the side. Yeah, you, it does you, sound better. You can still do it there. Yeah. Yeah. All over, Mark. That's a good mic. Can you hear me all around your eardrum? Wow. That shit actually was going around. right. Yo. How are those cans? Huh? How are those cans? Cans. Oh fuck! <laughs> they sound good. It's only thirty bucks. Thirty nine bucks. Okay. Status I'll audio. Hundred for my fuck. Status audio. I'm gonna get when they go on sale again. I'm gonna pick them up for the for the crew. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Right. You got oh you got four no you got the things though right there so you got, I forgot you got the octopus huh? right. Oh yeah, you good. I'm here for you. <laughs> I've been doing this a while. I'm about to say my bad, my bad. Hey, don't listen. Don't don't let the sound quality of the phone calls. Uh, of the of the Google, that, all that's the computer. Mm-hmm. That's really where my week my when we do it down here, it's fine. Um, except to this today, this mic is not sounding as good as I wanted to. Mm. There we go. There we go. Hello, hello. <laughs> I just need to get up on it. Yeah, the key sweat told you get, get up on. Yeah, that's right. We talked about key sweat. That's right. Key sweat came up. I today. didn't realize Justine was a big key sweat fan. She is. That's like I tell people all the time. It's a controversial opinion. That's my favorite R and B singer. Like of the you, modern. Listen, Keith Sweat is hard to he's hard to, to mm-hmm. knock. Keith Sweat's my favorite. And then it's like when it comes to groups, it's always SOS band and what's well, three way time. SOS band, Midnight Star and Loose Ends. Those are my favorite. Midnight three. Star. I fucking love Midnight now Star. Now we're talking. I actually got to see them and SOS band in concert a couple years ago. That shit was hype. <laughs> How many people? It was full. It was full. at the Ohio State Fair. So it was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't hold a lot, but it it was. Full. Oh, I love when that. See that when the when the bands get to an age to show up at like the fair. Mm-hmm. That's always cool because the people that go are the people that love that band. You know who's gonna be there this year? Who? Ice Cube. It's gonna be at the Ohio State Fair. Are you gonna go? I'm trying to. You better. <laughs> I need to. You better. My brother was talking about going, but he about to move to Tennessee next week. I think so. He probably ain't going. if he got a ticket, I'm gonna take his. Good luck to Cameron. Yeah, shout out. He, be the strength and conditioning coach at the University of Tennessee. Congratulations, sir. Big shit. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's a step up. He's been, he's been fucking around with coaching. Foot. He used to be a There was a college in that home called Otterbein. He was okay. a coach at there, too. So like he went from like Little League to the college to now to fucking, what's it, SEC school? Yep. As he said there's like one of, I don't know nothing about football. So, so Southeastern Conference. <laughs> Thank that, you. I don't know what that yeah, shit yeah. Means. That's your Tennessee, your Alabama, your, uh, uh, your, your Georgia, your... your, your I know we're in the big, like, oh, she was in the Big Ten. I know right? that. Right, Big Ten. Because it's all over the fucking place. We're out here, it's Pac-12. Ah, I forgot about that. Pac-12, UCLA, represented by UCLA is the best school out of all of us. So, <laughs> controversy. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck about football. <laughs> uh, UCLA is a basketball school, though. Oh uh, well. See, again, see, proving that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. That's about. okay, but I, <laughs> I, I, I still root for them in football too. But that's okay. Oh, there you go. See? 
Yeah, and my pops was a big UCLA fan, so oh. it transferred down. Anything with LA, LA go. Lakers, LA Dodgers, mm-hmm. no Rams. LA Clippers. Really, not the Clippers. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I LA Rams. See, I see lots of, of love here for the Dodgers. I see lots of love for the Lakers. Even so, for Rams, I ain't seen shit about the Clippers. Why, <laughs> why is that? <laughs> well, because they never won a title. Oh, they tried. And uh, no, you know what? They, here's the thing about the Clippers, man. They, they had a really horrible owner. Oh. Donald Sterling was terrible, and he is he the racist guy. Uh, yeah, he's a little bit of a racist. Oh, okay, I've uh, heard he's, that name. He's, he's a lot racist. Um, <laughs> but then you know, like, like he screwed up. Like what he did. Like so, the reason that there's a the, the reason that there is a hockey team based on the movie The Mighty Ducks oh. is because Donald Sterling was going to move the Clippers to Anaheim because he was tired of living in the shadow of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, City of Anaheim breaks ground on this arena, and then he's like, "Nah, I'm not moving." <laughs> So then, and I was like, what are we going to do with this? Uh, what are we going to do with this stadium we have? And Disney's like, well, Disney was like, hey, we, you know, they own the Angels at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, why don't we bring a hockey team? Fuck it. Right? Yeah. We've got this movie. We'll be, bring a hockey team. And uh, I could be fudging that timeline a little bit, Dang. but I knew they were going to base it off. But uh, and that story is they had to go to the Anaheim, the, the Ducks had to go to the Kings, because it's the Kings' territory, the LA mm. Kings, and say, is it okay if we start a team? And the Kings were like, that's fine. Okay. Like, that's cool. We'll have some competition. Mm. Then the Ducks ended up winning the title before the Kings <laughs> did. <laughs> As a Kings you? fan, that's not funny. But <laughs> they've won twice. They've won twice, so it's cool. Oh. And the Ducks have won. But yeah, that whole thing was because Sterling was an asshole. Shit. So it worked out for the city because they love the Ducks. That's like a a beloved franchise. They're still, they're still a team now? They're still a team. Oh, okay. They play at the... It's called the Honda Center now. Oh. used to be called The Pond because it was they were the Ducks. Oh, well, Get yeah. it? <laughs> I've never seen any of those movies, Mighty Ducks. I've no, never I never have either. Okay. I, was I didn't watch... You know, the Disney live action, all those... I don't know. <laughs> Sandlot's the only one you I love Tron. Oh, yeah. Tron is my shit. That's the best Disney movie. <laughs> uh, did you like the Did you like the sequel? I love the sequel. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I, I bought the... Blu-rays, and I even bought the PS3 game when it came out. You know what's funny about Tron? Uh-huh. That's the that's the movie when it came out on DVD that made me realize I needed a new uh, home theater system. Oh shit! <laughs> My home theater system could not handle that. Damn, all that was the, a, that all was the a bass, yeah, too. yeah, I remember that. All the bass drops and all that stuff. Like my my <laughs> sound like there were moths in my in my in my subwoofer. Yeah, I had to do that. I, now we don't even have a home theater system. Now everybody's got sound bars now. Bars. Bars. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't. I don't get why. But I need a. I need a better. I need bass. Like this one. We watched the movie today, and it, it wasn't a movie that needed stereo. You could watch that thing with the speakers from the TV. It wouldn't. Wouldn't matter. But I miss having that bass. Shit, that movie, that first movie, I should, we was gonna watch. That shit had some bass when he was smacking people. <laughs> well, this little soundbar had this Yamaha soundbar. <laughs> It has like an onboard like fake uh, surround, and there's, oh. it does have a little bit of a, but it doesn't have. It has uh, some good bass, but it doesn't have a subwoofer. Like oh, subwoofer okay. bass is what I need. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I need to get is one of those little sound bars that has the that has the surround, mm-hmm. but the the speakers are wireless. Oh yeah, because this room I gotta I don't have to like put them in that corner in that corner and like hide them. Mm-hmm. But you can't. I don't want to wire everything in here. Man. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, Charlie. Those wireless ones are cool, but they're expensive. That's that's the thing. About what three hundred bucks, if that. Yeah, Probably but if more. I'm watching 
listen, if I'm watching uh, the late, the Batman, and mm. he's, I need you know, to watch that. We should have watched it. We could watch it tonight. Man, we still be watching it. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's three not hours long. Halfway done. Probably. Three hours long. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like. You have a big sound bar. I got. Yeah, I got the big sound bar, and it's a big ass subwoofer that's on the side oh, of the TV too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. usually I used to be worried about you know I want to make it too loud in the neighbors, but then the neighbor is like yelling at her mom at eight o'clock in the morning. So I was like, you know, fuck this. Yeah, guess what? Turn that shit on. You get to hear all of hard boiled. <laughs> Damn right! <laughs> <laughs> it was legit one time, eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> my brother stayed at night. He was downstairs, and I woke up and I was just chilling. I was actually talking to Stork. Shout out to Stork beside the geek. Podcast. Hey, shout out beside the geek. And my brother, he just woke. Well, he came upstairs. He's like, "Man, what the fuck?" <laughs> He's like, "It's eight in the fucking morning." <laughs> we used to have a, our old apartment. We had a we had a little. It was like a little two story unit. We had a little patio in the back. Mm-hmm. And then our patio was up against somebody else's little patio. It was like a little backyard. Mm-hmm. And they used to leave their dog. And like they would leave the dog outside, and the dog would cry the whole time they were gone. And it would start early. Sometimes they'd leave for work at like 8 in the morning, oh, 7, 8 in the morning. And this dog would just cry the whole all day. And then they got complaints, and they tried to blame it on our dog, who was super quiet. Right. So we had to like record our dog sitting there. Not making noise while the other dog was howling. Yeah, and that dog would howl and cry. It was, <gasps> I, we felt bad for the dog, but yeah. after a while, you're like, "Please shut that dog up!" Like, please. <laughs> Somebody shut that damn dog. I up. love the dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're yelling like freaking raging bull, like the neighbor in raging <laughs> yeah. bull. You animal. Yeah, but uh, you know, neighbors. Good, good, good uh, sound bars make good neighbors. Damn right. That is absolutely. That is a. You take that to the bank. Yeah, if you got bad neighbors, just get a better soundboard. Right. Just, <laughs> if you put it up loud, you don't have to hear that. Exactly. Complain. Just like when you got car problems. If it's making noise, just turn the volume up in the That's radio. Right. Did you hear my car? My car sounded perfect today. <laughs> Damn right. Right. Because we had the radio on. It sounded just like Rob Bass. Hey, you heard, you got to see the DeLorean from Back to the and Future. We did. Today. <laughs> it was random DeLorean sighting. On the freeway. At least it's LA. Right. <laughs> on the freeway. And it was, the, it was a mock up of yeah. the, the movie. It wasn't just a DeLorean. It was the, <laughs> it was the time machine. Yes, it looked dirty. So it did. It, it, need, it had some it, use to it. It needed a wash. <laughs> Maybe they went back to the Mesozoic area for the, for the tar pits. Oh, but they went and gotten some tar. Yeah, we just we're just driving. You're like, hey, <laughs> you're like, hey, please take a picture of that. <laughs> but you'll see that in LA. Sometimes like a random tow truck with something on it. You're like, hey, mm-hmm. that's that's a Jurassic Park Jeep, or, or people fix their cars up to look like, uh, like you know, there was we used to. My whole job, I one guy had a car that looked like Herbie the Love Bug, mm. and then he had the A-Team van, and he had a Jurassic Park Jeep, and he would just swap them, <laughs> bring them to work, you'd see him in the parking lot, go, oh, there's, there's that guy again. And then uh, you see a few DeLoreans, I've seen a few unmodded DeLoreans just mm. driving around still, it's like, wow, that car's still a, that wasn't a good car to begin with. <laughs> How's that thing still around? You know they're bringing them back? Are they? There's a new, oh, let me see if I can find a picture, yeah, there's a new model or a prototype or something I saw. Because I was showing it to PJ. Because PJ loves DeLoreans. Right. That's one weird thing. Did you send him a picture of that one we saw today? I forgot. I'm going to have to send it to him. I'll send it. I think it... Uh, yeah, you sent it to me. Send it to PJ. Shout out to PJ. I'm sure I'm not spelling that right. But what, PJ? No. <laughs> P-E-E. <laughs> How many DeLoreans are left? I don't give a damn. Where the new one at? That's the old one. Is there one coming up? Uh, if you're interested in a new toy. Oh, is that it? 
DeLorean would debut four new models in 2022. Okay. Who's running the company? Didn't Mr. DeLorean die? Is he still alive? If only there was some way I could look this information up. Oh, look at that. That looks shit like looks a, hard. Looks like a flying saucer, kind of. <laughs> Is it going to be electric? I think it did say that. I'm going to try to find some info for it. That just looks like a giant solar panel. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool. Oh, there's a there's a countdown. It's nine days. Nine days to the new DeLorean. Oh, you about to start seeing them out here. Yeah, you, you saw how many Teslas are out here, man. <laughs> what do you think there's more of out here? 7-Elevens or Teslas? 7-Eleven. <laughs> there's another thing I can tell you about because um, one of the first things I think I pointed out to you was like y'all got 7-Eleven? yeah he's like oh we got 7-Elevens on every corner and he ain't lied every fucking <laughs> where we go is 7-Eleven there's, there's three where I live alone and it's not a very big town and even mm-hmm. like in the hood parts like it's still 7-Elevens right? yeah. every fucking where everywhere no fear but, <laughs> but we ain't had them in like 15 years you got it have you even gone inside one? no no yes um, the first night I did is I went and got me some stuff for the hotel room. Nice. So I did go in one. You, you Y'all paid fucking like, bags. You paid like $9. Oh, they charge you no, for the bags. That fuck, but them bitches feel different. Y'all bags feel stronger than ours. Because they're recycled. Ah, that's what they... Okay, I thought so. It's like they, they merge them all. They take a bunch ah, of them and make them... Composite bags. Well, they want you to reuse them. Oh. So they're supposed to be good for like 100 uses. Oh, I definitely you, threw mine away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, look. You didn't know. <laughs> I did my mom uses them. You know, my mom. My mom uses them as trash bags. So she uses them like she'll put them like in the in the um, in the bathroom. You know, throw away the Kleenex oh, and all yeah. that stuff. Uh-huh. So she'll do that, and re- she'll, she'll recycle them that way. And then I just she'll just empty it out into the bigger can and then put it back. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Conserve. Hey, that's oh, recycling. Mexicans are the Mexicans are the original. You if you go to my mom's house right now, I'll take you there right now. You will find butter tubs that are filled with salsa. You'll find like old water bottles that are filled with something else that isn't supposed to be in there. Like, my mom's been doing that for years and years and years. I she the other day she go I took her I forgot oh, I made her dinner. I made her this little stir fry dish I make. Nothing mm-hmm. serious nothing big, but I go, Hey mom, you have extra, let me put it away for you. She goes, Oh, open the um she goes, I have stuff to save leftovers in there. She goes, Open up the, the count it was a bunch of like Stuff from there were like bowls from like fast food, like flame oh. broiler and all that stuff. Uh. She saves them all, she washes <laughs> them and saves them all. Yeah, and she's like, Yeah, just put it in one of those. I'm like, You're a genius, mom. <laughs> I'm over here, I'm over here paying like eight bucks for glad, like re- resealable stuff. And mm-hmm. then she's just like, No, 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 just use that. My wife's gonna get really mad because I can hear the chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, you so you met my wife in in person. Is she as terrifying as she is when she's on the show? Only when she yells at you <laughs> about that damn chair. Just I think, kidding. I think one of the first things I heard her yell at you when we came over, she was like, "WD forty, the fucking chair." <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice. It's been because we get to hang out too. We never really get to hang out, and so this is kind of like our little vacation. We have a, mm-hmm. we have a little, couple days off work together, so. It's That's been cool. fun for us to go because, like my wife said, she goes, I haven't done anything since the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. So today was the first day she was able to get out oh. and do stuff. And so, and, and in L.A., they, like, we had to use, our, we had to show our Vax cards. Yeah. And uh, they were pretty, they were pretty good about making everybody mask up and everything at, mm-hmm. the, at, at the museum. Museum. So I felt pretty comfortable there. So I wasn't, uh, and it wasn't super crowded. No. It was, they were limited people in the gift shop and all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you weren't there. Uh, we were. Me and Jake were laughing at the gift shop because I would. 
they had us all waiting in line. We were going in in groups. And the dude that was standing there was an older black guy. And there was two white women and a black girl that was with him. And they, the two white girls went inside. But the black he stopped her. He started talking to her. He was like, hey, you know. He pulled her to the side. Next thing I knew, she pulled out her phone and was putting, like, doll and shit. And I told Jazz, like, he just pulled that number that quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, he worked fast. He knew. He was cool. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was very nice. Yeah, um, he was all right. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because, yeah. He stopped us, and then we were like, he, he saw John was kind of like, his, the, his knee was bothering him. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, go in. He's like, how many are you, two? He kind of looked at John, and John was like, you know, kind of, he'd been through the whole museum, and John has a kind of a bum oh, knee. Oh, yeah. And he, he was like, hey, you, why don't you go in? And I was like, hey, thank you, sir. He was he was really cool. That was a nice of him to let us in. I, I think he was supposed to keep it limited. Yeah. That was a cool gift shop, but man, that stuff was expensive. Whew. I'm not gonna lie. I googled a couple of things I wanted, and I'm gonna I'm gonna buy them on Amazon. Yeah, I, I did the same exact thing. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm like, is this available somewhere else? Because some of that stuff seemed like it was only available there. That's the thing. Yeah, I know some of that Spike Lee stuff I never seen before, unless he has a website or something. Right. And I, I did buy that book though, because I was like, so that's one thing about the flight here is that um, if it comes to airplane mode, I can't watch YouTube or nothing. Right. I had my music playing, but eventually I got kind of bored with that. And I, I, I like slept in five minute intervals like right. the whole time, just kept waking back up. And so I was like, I'm going to buy this damn book. <laughs> there you go. Something for, the, something for the ride home. Yeah. So I was like, I'm spending 30 bucks for this. Normally I wouldn't do that, but it's all right. Uh, yeah. You were going to, because it was four hours coming out here? Four or five hours? About four and a half. Yeah. And so, well, it was only that because there was like slight delay at the start or something like that. Right. Yeah, a little rain. No rain. They said maintenance issues or some shit like that. When they yeah, said that, I, ne- I saw eyebrows raised. I was like, oh. I never want to hear that when I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> I hate flying, so I never want to hear. That's only my second time ever doing it. First time on my own, though. My first time really going anywhere on my own. <laughs> like, that's not an hour and a half away. We're good. I'm glad. Well, I'm, so far, I'm, you're having a good trip so far, I hope. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know, we're trying to be as hospitable as possible, but I'm also selfish, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> um. You're supposed to say, no, you've been great. That's really... Oh, was I? That's where you come in. You say, oh, yeah, no, you've been great. Okay, I got you. Still waiting. (laughs) 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 You know, that's a cool... Honestly, that's a cool thing. Oh, fuck it. That's a cool thing. I I feel like there was no awkwardness. Like, the the second we we ran into each other, the second we saw you at the airport, I just felt like... Felt like oh I this this is my this is my homie right here this is my this is my podcast but because we've been we've known each other a long time now like 2017 yeah that's what I was saying because Nicole did ask me about that because uh well, I didn't know y'all were gonna be right there off the bottom of the escalator so when I saw you I was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were like crazy stock we were fanboying out I told him I said I'm so dumb I should have made a sign that said home video hustle <laughs> like I'm like I should I could have been like like what's his name. From uh, from Die Hard. Oh, Argyle. Argyle, like Argyle. <laughs> I should got the little Nakatomi, Nakatomi logo. Yeah. <laughs> you know the number? Use, Use it. it. Yeah, uh, that would have been cool. But no, nah, I felt the same. Even like, not even just you guys, like even Patrick, Justina. Because I was telling you, I was like, I ain't really seen y'all in person, but I've been talking to y'all every fucking week. Right. For months. I mean, all the years I've known y'all and didn't do it, that's like, it's, right. it's nothing. Right. It's just not nah, just in person. So that's the only thing. Yeah. So like the height did that did that trip you out? How tall everybody was? Were you expecting to see short hot? Like oh, like this person shorter than I thought they would be, taller than I thought they would be. Jake was taller than I thought he was. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. John's tall. John's tall as fuck. John's a big boy. <laughs> John's. I feel like a big boy. Then I stand next to John. I'm like, oh no, no, no. John's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big bear of a man. <laughs> but he's a gentle giant. Yeah. And you got to roll with him yesterday. You got to spend time yeah, with John. Yeah, it's a car ride. 
talking right. about movies the whole time. Right. Oh, did you really? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. He that guy knows you. You guys are like two peas in a pod there, because I think you guys go even a little deeper than uh, <laughs> sometimes than, than I. Because you guys know all the. Uh, you guys have your own little genres that you, you mm-hmm. know, like. John's really into like silent stuff, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we so, talked about uh, Fritz Lang for a while too. That's cool. See, and now we, I was telling him uh, he was. I, well, he had brought up the sweet smell of sweet smell of success. Uh-huh. I told him I never seen that before, and I was like, there was a like a double a good double feature. I was like that in the face in the crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. I've never seen either of those, but I was like, and he's like, oh that'd be a good double feature, so I might do that now. Oh nice. They're both on the Criterion Channel, so I might nice. just double feature them. Yeah. So I've been wanting to see them both. They ace in the hole, so I haven't seen that either. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Kirk yeah. Douglas one, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, John man, he's he's turned me on to so many good movies. Like we went to see. He actually took me to see, I had never seen Sweet Smell of Success and we went to see it at the Academy Theater the actual Academy Theater mm-hmm. uh, we went to see a screening there and uh, Tony Curtis was still alive at the time he was that might be who he was telling me about yeah. he said he was with like some 20 year old girl or something yeah, he, yeah that was I, have a, I have to find that picture I'll show it to you he did not want to I was the last person waiting to get his autograph because I was like man this guy is like he's like golden age of Hollywood He's him and Kirk Douglas are the, like the only ones left, right? Mm-hmm. I gotta get, I gotta ask him for his honor. Yeah. I can't, or at least take a picture with him or whatever. Spike Lee. Yeah, you know, just be like. <laughs> so I just I was like, Mr. Kirk, but he had just been talking like these like three girls that you could tell her from like UCLA or something like UCLA or USC Film School, and he was like charming and they were you know cute and they were laughing at all his jokes and then as soon as he was done, he was ready to just get out of there and here he sees me coming and he just was not happy about it and I was like. Mr. Curtis, I'm a big fan. I was I'm not even a big fan, but I was like, Mr. Curtis, <laughs> you know, can I please uh, take your picture? Well, make I forgot what he said. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we just we, yeah, we could do it quickly. And then mm. I was like, he just like there's a picture of him. He I'm smiling like a geek, and he's just <laughs> glaring at the camera. Obviously, he's glaring at you. He, yeah, I gotta I gotta show you. I gotta find that picture, man. It's John. John took it for me, and John was the best. And you know, John's over here like, hey, I loved you, and you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that was that's cool, John. He you know he he knows all these screenings. Man does not have the internet. Well, he does a little bit now, but yeah, like he found out about that midnight screening tomorrow of the mm-hmm. Evil Dead. Oh, I thought Jake found that. Oh, did Jake find it? I thought, or was I, it John? I, I thought John. I don't know. I know Jake talked. I think Jake bought the tickets, right? I don't. Did he? I thought he did. He bought the tickets to the museum. Oh, that's, I'm, I'm, I think you have to. I think we have to stand in line for that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Man. We have to go to bed early. That's not what happened. It's already two in the morning, almost. Eight. It's already one thirty-five. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna drive you. Well, first of all, I have to drive you back to your hotel. And oh, that shit. means we're gonna. It's it's a Mexican dude and a black dude driving in Orange County at two in the, in the morning. <laughs> Starting to feel like home. <laughs> if this, if you if you don't hear this, guys, you know what happened. You know what happened. To, That's um, the last final recording. <laughs> Complex and Homebrew Hustle. Oh, we'll be out. We'll be like Tony Curtis and the Defiant Ones. We'll be like you and I'll be like <laughs> handcuffed together, running to <laughs> just running around trying to escape. And look at the news. You see, yeah. just handcuffed running around the streets, <laughs> around a Nakatomi building. <laughs> uh, uh, what well, I was going to ask? Well, I forgot what I was going to ask. What I was going to ask you. Yeah, no, it's like, like I said, it was really cool. That I, I immediately felt comfortable. I didn't feel any. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So you could tell how comfortable I feel by the attempt I made to clean up this room before you showed up. <laughs> you know what it was? Like, we were, until the, literally, until you got here, mm-hmm. we weren't sure we were going to be able to even 
use this room because my daughter was. And then oh they, yeah. They did the inspection. I think the day you got here. I think the dudes were like, no, that was the next. There was a guy coming in and out of here. I saw. Right, right, right. So we weren't even. They were still working when after mm-hmm. you got it. So we were not. We didn't have, have a chance to really set it up for you. But you, you know what? It's fine. That's cool. It's yeah. fine. You know what? There's a lot of board games in here. Yeah. And uh, that's what's important. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> My small video collection. You know, uh, the first thing it, I saw was a Mystery Science Theater DVD. That's right. Immediately went over there. <laughs> that's right. You went over there. I think I have the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. I think I do. I have some of those uh, original uh, Rhino boxes. They're 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 buried they're in the back. Show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never I never upgraded to the smaller case ones. I still have all the Rhino ones. I did those just because there were different. Um, there was some different stuff on the, the features and stuff. Yeah. That's why I thought about doing it. But it's right. Like, I know it's hard. It's hard to replace a DVD with a DVD. Exactly. That's the, if it would have been Blu-ray, easy. Because it's a right. format that you know isn't going to be around mm-hmm. you know, much longer. I don't think any... I think it's going to go all digital soon. I hope not. I really don't want I know. I, I, like, I still like having physical discs. Exactly. I don't ever want to just be... All- hey, listen. When you're when the internet goes down, what are you going to do? Exactly. You need those discs. That's right. You can't have Pornhub. You pull the DVDs out. That's right. <laughs> you pull the Sears catalog out. <laughs> Oh, I remember those days. J.C. Penny catalog. Damn right. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Serious. Catalog. You go right from looking at toys to looking at lingerie. That's <laughs> one page of each yeah. other. And then after the lingerie is guns. Yeah. One, yeah. One Christmas it's toys. The next Christmas you're like, hey, look at that. Uh, that's an underwire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what do we? Do? So we. Well, we're gonna. We we did watch a movie. We did. And so what happened was, we we wanted to do a full. Uh, session with the the whole crew, but everybody bailed today because got tired. I well, I drove, and so I we ended up oh, dropping everybody true. off. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Brent, we still can do an episode with yeah. just you and I. And then we're gonna what we're gonna try to do is tomorrow. Yeah, we brought a movie, and we're gonna do a full episode of the home video hustle. They have to see that movie. Yeah, we started watching with five minutes, and I was like, no, 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 they gotta watch that this. movie. Had the loudest sound effects <laughs> ever. I didn't want to. Can we? Should we? Well, let's talk about a little bit about what we saw. We saw a dude. <laughs> Who looked like he could have been a cross between somebody in Zoot Suit and somebody in Breakin', yeah, or Beat Street. I think I said it was like a cross between Michael Jackson and Edward James. Almost <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Suit. And this guy was a terrible actor, and but he also beat people up in a, the loudest fashion possible. Those were the loudest punches I've ever heard. <laughs> that shit was. <laughs> but the best part of it is that because it was a woman that was just getting, uh, she was getting jacked. And he beat their asses, and then he took her back to his apartment. And he just started dancing. He just started break dancing. He started pop locking. Yeah, just out of nowhere. <laughs> just out of nowhere, with like a giant, uh, the, with like a giant stereo. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, the a giant stereo was just the. Uh, what the, what was that? What did we just see? Oh, we, that's why I was. I was just like, no, stop it here. I was like, they got. We got to make them watch this. You got to see. Uh, what's funny is we drove by the Bonaventure Hotel today, and that that there was a cameo in that that's little in scene. The movie, yeah, I was like, see. I take you to all the good places. Bro. I did say I was going to say I'm going to start probably recognizing a lot more shit now. Right. Right. You, you, might, you might see some. Now, you're going to see the tar pits and you'll know what's up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Sin City, right? What? The tar pits. I, were they? I thought they were at tar pits in Sin City. But that movie's all dark, so I can't. I, I, I never remember. Might have been a fake one. I, I know it was a tar pit, but I don't know if it was that one. Maybe. Man, I don't know. I know it's in. Uh, that's what got us started on this whole thing. With I just realized we circled back. It was the when Hollywood does two movies, we started talking oh, about Armageddon. Right. <laughs> now we're back. See, we brought it back forty-five minutes later. <laughs> it's only been forty-five. Hey, does it feel longer? What are you trying to say? 
It felt long. It's been 55 minutes. That's what she says. (laughs) It feels longer. Um, Yeah. So uh, if you have any questions for Brent, please uh, direct them to at uh, Soup Complex. So you become (laughs) So I can ask him when he's already home. That's right. Wait till you leave. (laughs) Do you have a Commodore 64 up there? Uh, It's a a little mini Commodore 64. I I saw C64. Yeah, it's a mini. It's right there. You can see it. It got put in the electronics pile. Oh, <laughs> you're, oh that's pretty cool. But you're better off just running ROMs off of. You yeah. go to one of the ROM sites. Mm-hmm. You're better. What 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 that thing? What it did give me? It, it came with a. Oh, that's what that went to. Came okay. with a joystick, and so I used that to play the ROMs. Ah, there you go. Hooked that into the computer, used it to play the ROMs. Oh, that's what's up there. Did you ever play? Did you have a Commodore sixty four back in the I day? One of those. No, never even played any. Of, I don't think I haven't played any. It was it was comparable to the. To the Super NES, or no, I'm sorry, just the NES. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was cool about it was uh, we had my friend's, my best friend's cousin was a quote-unquote hacker. <sighs> back when the days of the bulletin board oh. system. And you would, he used to, he used to have to uh, leave your, like your modem plugged in for like three days to yeah. download like a 64K game. Mm-hmm. But he, so the, the games would come on a five and a quarter inch floppy, floppy disk, yeah. right? The really thin, when it was literally a floppy disk. Flop them, yeah. So think about like how thin those discs are. Mm-hmm. We had his cousin hooked him up with a shoebox, mm. like a shoebox, adult shoebox, full of the you know, stacked just thick with those games, like packs. <laughs> yeah. And each of those games. So what we do is you could make a single disc, mm-hmm. single sided disc, double sided. You would get a hole punch mm. and punch it by the label, mm-hmm. and that would that was oh, kind of like okay. taping over. That was like like putting a piece of tape over the VHS so you yeah. could, right so you could double side the disc you could probably get like four or five games on one disc so imagine like literally hundreds of games and we would just sit there and just play them all like it made all the arcade ports mm-hmm. and they would do like Nintendo knockoffs oh. are you getting a little bit of a vibration from that here put that under the oh yeah here, here put that under the see if that works sometimes the It'll soak up the. No, that work. There you go. I don't know why that. That's a super sensitive mic. Damn it! It sounds like timpani. <laughs> oh, there you go. See? Yeah. yeah. Now I was gonna say you were talking about hackers. I found out something in my IT classes right now. Um, one of the things that they said during the lesson, I fucking died. And I had to mute myself because they were talking about hackers, and it's like, you know, people use the hacker the wrong way most times hacker is actually like the good person the hacker is the one that gets into the system and finds the flaws and right. all that type of shit do you know what they call the bad hacker what's that they call them crackers <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shit when she said it because they're cracking into the file right the right 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 so I was like, but you thought about it in a different way oh I was immediately like those damn crackers <laughs> <laughs> they're at it again they're at it again I fucking I had to like get off the screen. I laughed so hard. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh shit! <laughs> what was I? What was I? What was I? So I saw a meme the other day about somebody trying to say that Cracker was racist, and he was just like, "Okay, Cracker." <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. I love when people try to say, "You can't say that. You can't say Gringo. That's racist." Okay, Gringo. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. 
it's cool, man. That 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 was a great gaming system, and it was fun. And uh, there were some great games that we, we spent a lot of time playing that growing up. And, mm-hmm. and, and so when that came out, uh, the thing about it is, so many different companies had software for the C sixty four that there's mm-hmm. no really. Um, it's hard to kind of capture that with using like an yeah. emulator like that. You mm-hmm. you really have to. I bought one of those little Raspberry Pi machines off I of have eBay. One too, yeah. And that thing was fantastic, and I then it burnt it. out. Oh. It burnt out. And that, I've never been able to find one that had that sheer number of different games. Oh, I did mine from scratch. I did that shit the hard way. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, because it was cheaper to just buy the equipment and do it myself. Right. That one was like $400. I was like, the thing itself was like 50 bucks. Right. And they sold like a little do-it-yourself pack for 100 Right. So I was like, oh, I'll just do that, say $300. Fuck, man. It, th- it's funny doing my IT stuff. Some of the stuff that I'm learning is actually shit I was doing, but not R- knowing it. Right. So it was kind of crazy. Like, I was just going through YouTube tutorials and shit. That's like if you if you took a sound engineering class, right? Right yeah. now. Yeah. You, you self-taught yourself a bunch of that stuff because mm-hmm. you have to. Exactly. Right. I tell people all the time, they're like, man, how you learn how to do a podcast? I'm like, look at YouTube videos. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin just asked me. I seen three videos. I was like, there's three right there. Yeah. There's a saying in Spanish. It's, you do it it, it, it. it doesn't sound as good as English, but like, no. How does it say? No, porque quieres es porque tiene it's because not because you want to mm-hmm. because you have to right <laughs> you have to learn the, you have to learn these things I don't think I said it right but there is a saying that's right uh, but yeah um, yeah I, I I enjoy messing around with stuff like that though but mm-hmm. um, I don't think I'm at a level where I could program those little Raspberry Pi machines they're it, cool though it gave me a headache for sure they're cool little <laughs> kits I think I bought one the guy made it even look like a little Nintendo he had the little Nintendo case and everything yeah I think I bought it for I think it was like 200 bucks on eBay but this guy packed it with like, he had like cool. there was like 25,000 games yeah I saw they had ones that had like Sega Genesis and Arcade and yeah. Nintendo when I was a yeah, PlayStation so the way he had it broken down he was, it was he had it the, 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 the only ones that didn't work were the PlayStation ones uh, everything else worked but I didn't care because everything it had, he had he had a whole section for Commodore Mm. Which I've bought a few since, and they don't have them. Oh. I bought some of those little prepackaged yeah. with like six hundred games, and they're mm-hmm. not all. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I need thousands. Because I know there's different like programs. I know there's one called like Emulation Station and all right. this other shit. Right. There's one. There's one where you can play the ROMs off of the web. I, I have one. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun, but they don't always work because mm-hmm. it depends on how they got them and all that stuff. So. Oh. I think that, I think I see you got that's the Xbox Series S, right? Right. They they were saying that that was actually the best thing to emulate those games with because there was a way that you can buy a dev pass and download all the shit and just use that as one. But I think they're starting to crack down on that now. Whereas like if you have if you buy the dev pass but you aren't actively like making a game or developing something, they shut it down after a certain amount of time. Oh really? Yeah, because people were doing that. They're like shit. They were just buying those and just basically using them as emulation boxes because it runs that shit smooth as fuck. Damn. <laughs> dude that's what I love like people I mean I understand I understand it's not entirely legal nah. but I always love that people ingenuity somebody will just like, like oh yeah somebody will spend $500 on an Xbox and they do not play it they get in there and break it down and mm-hmm. see how it works yeah and it's just like and then they lead the way for everybody else. <laughs> it's like a dude just wait about a month right somebody figure that shit out right I'm sure like that thing I, was, I saw where it's like oh they, they'll figure something out right they'll get sure. past it actually they did I just thought about that. I saw they were just doing it through the Edge browser. 
Oh. They doing that now. So it's like there's right. always going to be a way. Right, so right, right. Let them do it. And then if you don't let people play the games, they're going to find a way to play. Right. They're going to, they'll figure out a way. It was like, it's funny on the Mystery Science Theater channel when everybody was like, mm-hmm. I can't get on the Gizmoplex. Everybody's yeah. like, just use your Xbox and go to the Giz. And people were like, oh, you know, that like sometimes. <laughs> You don't think about it. Like these machines are, they have, there's, there's versatility in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it's been cool, man. You know what? I should have, I bought this thing like a month before this PS5 became available. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I had known that now, I would not have picked up the, because I, somebody sold me this one used for very, for a very good price. Oh, okay. And the same person had put it in the order for the X, for the PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, look, I'm not, I'm I'm not in a position where I I'm gaming enough to like make you know it, mm-hmm. between me and my daughter we'll 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 get use out of them. But if I had known, knowing what I getting that Xbox Game Pass, I yeah. I hardly touched the PS5. Oh, that's yeah. They're they're trying to come out with PlayStation Plus Premium. I think they're right. calling that shit. Right. Although my daughter uses the PS, so it doesn't go to waste. But yeah. and we used it to watch a movie tonight. So there you go. That's an AR four K. Well. You yeah, now we don't have a disc drive on the it, Xbox. But. Yeah, the, the Xbox I have it's all digital. Ah, I can't. That's a brick. If uh, hey, for two hundred bucks, so I mean, yeah, for Game Pass. Yeah, well, you got the PS Five, so it's fuck it anyway. You right, the player anyway. Well, the nice thing about Game Pass, let me tell you, they, like all those games that are day one, that is cool that you can just play for it's for what you pay for one game, mm-hmm. you get a whole year of all these other games. I did play the new MLB that way. Right, I was gonna buy it. But I was like, shit, it's on there. Right, <laughs> just whacking home runs left and right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What is it? Oh fuck! I'm, I'm like new to baseball. I can't remember what it's called. But what is it called? Where it's like you strike every fucking body out. Is there a name for that? Is oh, every, so no, nobody gets nobody on base ever. Fucking. There's out. a no hit. Well, you have a no hitter uh, where nobody gets a hit. Okay. Or you get a perfect game. I had a no hitter then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in a in a no hitter, somebody can get on base like via an error. Mm-hmm. Or you could walk. You know, somebody gets on base because they walk. Whatever. Yeah. In a perfect game, nobody ever gets on base. Is that how often does that happen? A perfect game has only been twenty. So the Clayton mm-hmm. Kershaw, the pitcher for the Dodgers, had seven perfect innings last month, and they mm-hmm. pulled him because he was oh. just coming back from an injury, mm-hmm. and so he was starting to get tired. And they're like, "No, we're not going to risk your arm." Oh yeah. And then he ended up getting injured. A couple like he's on the injured list right now. So it was like. Well, now you know that. You're like, well, you should have just let him go. Yeah, fuck it. So I think there's only been 24 perfect games. Damn, okay. Pitcher for the Angels uh, out here, he pitched one. Uh, he pitched a no-hitter a couple weeks, like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. And so those are a little bit more mm-hmm. Those are a little bit more common. You yeah. probably see like one or two a season. Mm-hmm. But a perfect game is, um, rare. is very rare. Okay. Now, I saw Clayton Kershaw throw a no-hitter. We almost saw a perfect game, but um, Hanley Ramirez booted the ball and was late on a throw. Oh. So the uh, the runner reached base, but it counted as an error. Oh. So we missed the perfect game because of one error, but we still saw a no hitter. Ah, fuck it. So, but yeah, it's it's hard to do. It's really hard to do <laughs> because think about it. You have to have twenty. You have to strike. It, you know, it's twenty. You have twenty. You have to throw twenty seven strikes, right? Mm. Or at least. Get the guy to pop up, or so it's hard to do. Yeah. No, even a no hitter is hard to do, and uh, perfect game is even harder. So, uh, yeah. Um, Sandy Koufax, the pitcher, the by one of the greatest pitchers for the Dodgers, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, threw a no hitter every season for four years, and the <laughs> last one was a perfect game. 
Damn. Yeah. Finish strong. And he was <laughs> he threw hurt most of his career. He only had two pitches. He had a fastball, curveball, and he had problems with his uh, with his with his arm. So he was never quite. Mm. What, but and, but he had like five years that just cemented him as one of the greatest pitchers of all, if not the greatest. Mm. I would argue he's the greatest because he's too hurt. But yeah, there are people out there that are going to say, "Well, Nolan Ryan or what have you." But I'm, that's my vote for the goat. <laughs> and of course, I'm biased. He's a Dodger. Oh, man. Come on, come on. But uh, my brother actually here's a fun fact about my brother. My mm. brother was at present at a game where Sandy Koufax threw a no hitter with my mom and my dad, but he was a baby. Mm. And then he was with me when we when the, we me, my cousin got invited us to the game, so he was with me when Kershaw threw his no hitter. So he's actually seen two. Oh shit! In his lifetime, he's like, I don't remember the first one. I'm like, still, like who can? How many people can say that? <laughs> yeah. Like I was at two no hitters. <laughs> so you threw a no hitter in. Uh, and, uh, it was in 21, not 22 though. Nice. Who who? What team do you use when you play? The Dodgers. Of course. That's honestly that game is what got me into baseball. It was I just wanted something to play. Right. And it was four ninety nine on right. digital. So I said, like, "Fuck it, I'll try it." And then it was funny because I did the little training bullshit there, and the Dodgers were the fucking team that you're, I didn't even pick them at first. Oh, you know why? Because that was probably what what, what year was the game? What what issue? Twenty twenty. So it was twenty twenty. That was the year that. So if you got twenty twenty, they had gone to the World Series a year before. Mm-hmm. So, and then they won in 2020, but here's what's fucked. I'm going to complain about this. Uh-oh. Okay, they think they're our rivals, but they're not. San Diego Padres. <laughs> that game is made by San Diego Studios. That's true. That's right. Every year before, you see highlights of the team winning, the team from the year before mm-hmm. winning the World Series. Yeah. You know what those fuckers did what for 2021? They should have been 2020, the Dodgers winning the World Series. Oh, they put them on they the put, They put, they put, it was Fernando Tatis. Mm-hmm. It was all these Tatis highlights. That's right, it was, all in the intro. Yeah. And they showed like a quick second of them doing the last out and go, the Dodgers win it all in 2020. It's like, you motherfuckers. We were supposed to have, because they would show the last out. They would always show the last out. Yeah. It would be the team celebrating. It was like, this, these San Diego bastards, these Pouty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. These <laughs> salty bitches. And then I bought the Jackie Robinson edition, hoping well, I bought that so that the cover wouldn't have Tatis on. <laughs> this is how petty I am. <laughs> so then I thought they were gonna have some kind of special intro for Jackie. Nothing. Nope. You got like you got like some character stuff and stuff like that, but there was no but the case is cool, so I it is cool. But uh yeah. That's a good game though, and it's fun. It is. Which uh, I mean, the baseball. Yeah, and now you're a big Dodgers fan. Uh-huh. I, you you missed that. Next time you come out, you got to come out when they. Uh, yeah, I got to plan that better. I, right. I can't ride. They played that last game. <laughs> or just go show up when they go play the Reds. Drive out to Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, PJ did talk about that one. Yeah, pick up Michael Bagford. <laughs> Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> just go down there. You won't remember the game. You're just gonna get drunk and eat hot dogs. Damn right. That's it. <laughs> it's fun though. Yeah, it's. Uh, I love MLB the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of shocked they let it go to Xbox. I think it was MLB's decision I heard. Right. They were like, why the fuck are we making money on other systems? <laughs> right. What's funny is you, you turn on the... I play it on... Because I have it on uh, both systems. Uh-huh. Well, because I have ESPN... Or not ESPN. I have ESPN. the the the, the uh, all-access with through the mm-hmm. Game Pass. And it says PlayStation, PlayStation on Studios, it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm playing this on an Xbox. That is weird to I see. I feel like I'm doing something illegal. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> I'm using this to use... Uh, but I'm, I love that game. That's a great uh, baseball game. I played Madden too. I got that on there. I've never really played Madden before. Madden's the last time I played Madden, I was like 2002. You ever played Tecmo Bowl? Yes. 
Everybody loved Tech. My favorite is Blitz. NFL that's, Blitz. That's my shit. NFL Blitz is fun. Blitz and NBA Jam. NBA Jam. Those are my two. Anytime I go to arcade, they got NBA Jam. I play the hell out of it. See? <laughs> I got to. NBA. I want to get the, one of the arcade cabinets they have of it. Yes. It costs too much. <laughs> they have emulators. They have cabinets that run to me. Emulators. Mm-hmm. I thought about They're about that. like 1500 bucks. You get those little, the little <laughs> one where you sit. Yeah. That's the one I need. Oh, shit. I didn't know they had those. Yeah. Little cabinet ones. Yeah. I think it's called, uh, there's a name for them. I forgot what it's called. It's in the movie uh, The King of Kong, they call it. Uh, oh, I can't it's, a ca- they, it's called a cabaret. I don't I'm, There's a certain name for that cabinet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. But uh, you, you've never seen The King of Kong? Years ago. Oh. It was on G4. So. There, you got to watch it again. There's a Donkey Kong kill screen coming up. <laughs> That's what I say when I want to psych somebody out. The most ineffective psych out ever. <laughs> there's a Donkey Kong king, kill screen coming up. Uh, man. Uh, this is what the problem, Brent. We can we can talk about a million things that's and go true. in a million different directions, but it's also we got to get up tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Yeah. What what, what time do you think we're, we're at? One, one twelve. Oh, on the recorder. Mm-hmm. I don't have thirty minutes. It's fine. Well, we're going to talk about the movie. Yeah, it's about that. We watched the movie today. Yeah. When now, when Brent and I get together, we do talk like, like talk for like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a good thing that we started late because mm-hmm. this is going to give us like a we got to get you know we got to keep it tight yeah because when we hey. do I know when we do the home video hustle it's going to be long because we're going to have everybody in here yep everybody's going to want to clown yep talk yeah, crack the whip out I'm not going to say anything because we're we are your we are your <laughs> guests and you are our hosts well Justine didn't call me trash last time again so I did better wow first time y'all were on she called me trash in so many words she didn't literally say trash but she called me trash it's fine, Justine. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I made up for it. And it was a movie she liked, too. So I right, to. right, 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 right. <laughs> now you got to meet Justine in person. She's a fun personality. <laughs> I don't like when her and my wife team up on me, but I've it's fun. Seen, that's happened a couple of times. Right. They they, they like join forces. They, they think they're going to be like Voltron. And I know. I'm like Godzilla, baby. <laughs> I just love that with Jake and Patrick, the first thing they do when they, like, Patrick saw him and punched him in the fucking arm. <laughs> oh, this ain't for the show. And then he wouldn't he wouldn't hug him. Still hasn't. All Jake wanted was a hug. Well, you told him what to do. Yeah. Offer him a handy. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, what's a hug Sweet, after that? Sweeten the deal. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't make eye contact. There's rules. Exactly. Yeah. There's rules for this guy. Don't look at me. Don't don't look at me, little puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I even got a video of you and you and Jake popping each other's backs. So oh, you got that I got video. That video. <laughs> that's that's gonna have that's gonna take some money to make go away. There's that OnlyFans video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, popping backs with. Uh, that's gonna <laughs> that's, breaking Mario's back. Yeah. <laughs> Humble. <laughs> He gave me the stunner. He gave me the stunner. Uh, <laughs> woo! Um, yeah. Is Ric Flair doing his last match again? Uh, he's supposedly wrestling again. He's training to wrestle again. I think he's training with Jay Lethal. He's like 100 years old. Yeah. He's going to turn into dust. Bro. <laughs> power slammed into dust. He'll be like the Marvel movies when they all faded away. He's going to be like the Nazi in... Uh, in uh, Last Crusade, he's when he picks the wrong, when he picks the wrong, oh. the wrong cup, shows poorly. That was that dude that melted in that movie. That, that was one of the guys from Return of the Jedi, right? He's in Empire Strikes Back. He's oh, yeah. the okay. he's the uh, he's the commander of the ground assault in. Uh, okay, I knew it was in one Empire. Of the yeah, 
<laughs> forgot his name. I have no idea. He's in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Once you see him again, I'm thinking of one where he's got a must. He's got like a little uh, mustache, uh, goatee. I can't remember what it is. He turns up in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys, yeah. are, they're just like English character actors. So mm-hmm. you look like a bad guy. <laughs> you have an English accent. You yeah, must yeah. be evil. That's right. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we, we talked about so we, we when when Brent got here, we were gonna watch uh, that movie. We were gonna watch the movie. That uh, we won't we won't say the name. Yeah, no, nah, we sure. won't spoil it. I'm gonna make them watch. But you'll hear it on the next episode of Home Video Hustle. Hey. Um, so then I said, let's go through my digital movie collection and we'll see what we haven't seen. And we were originally gonna watch Tremors because you've yeah, never seen it. Never seen it. But we just did Tremors at the start of the night. That kicked off our nineties. Yeah. Uh, so I said, well, let's see if we can find something else. And we were almost going to go back to China, and the last movie we stumbled across <laughs> was History of the World Part 1, Mel Brooks. I think I bought it for $4 mm. on sale. And uh, this is a movie that my wife and I quote quite often, mm. but I did not own it digitally. Brent had never seen it. Never. Uh, he saw that it had a 61% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's barely making it over Barely rotten. making it over fresh. But then Mel Brooks showed you what he thought about critics. In, um, <laughs> <laughs> so let me read the synopsis here. Yeah, this is usually a job for Patrick. And we do miss everybody, but it is nice to sit here with you, uh, Brent, and just talk. Uh, yeah. Just talk uh, mono, uh, mo- not mono, a mono. Hand to hand. Talk face. Yeah, we're going to go into some hand to hand right now. <laughs> but not the Jake and Patrick. No. Hey, hello. We leave that for now. Human history is traced through a series of vignettes beginning with cavemen awestruck by their own magnificence. Then Moses receives the tablet containing the 15 commandments, and Emperor Nero provides uh, presides over a madcap Rome with his wife, Nympho, played by Madeline Kahn. Jumping ahead, the Spanish Inquisition uh, softens repression with a song and dance, and a few centuries later, Madame Defarge is fomenting revolution in Paris. Mm. Release date June twelfth, nineteen eighty-one, with a budget of ten million dollars. I will tell you. Um, and by the way, there is a sequel to this coming to uh, Hulu. Really, Mel Brooks in his nineties going to direct this huh. uh, with a with a sixty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a six point. Eight on IMDb. Let me find the gross here. Let me find the box office on IMDb. <laughs> sometimes it gives it to you on the Google page, and sometimes it does not. I just always get off Wikipedia. Oh, good, good move. Oh, I got, I got, let me see. You want to look it up? No, then you'll know. Oh fuck! Oops. Well, did you already look? I did. <laughs> How much did it make? It was ten million to make. How much did it earn? It was uh, thirty-one point seven. So it was a mild hit. Yeah. It made some money. Made its money back. Made three times its money. Which uh, in the early, you know, movies like this, they don't they don't really cost a lot. I don't think. So uh, you I, know. Oh shit! What's that? It says it was nominated for worst picture at the 1981 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards, <laughs> but lost to Tarzan the Ape Man. Oh, that was a bad movie. Never seen. I mean, listen. When you when comedy, it's always weird when like the Razzies and all that. When they pick a comedy, that's kind of hard. It's kind of dumb. Yeah. I mean, comedy. Look, I don't like The Mask. I don't like Jim Carrey. But if that makes you laugh, that's you know what I mean. Like that, a comedy does not have to be you know, 
It doesn't all have to be the great dictator, you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't all have to be Charlie Chaplin, you know, uh, you know, making the bread dance. You know what I mean? So, uh, you reading? You got a little article there? What, what you got oh, there? I'm just looking more through the stuff. Nice. I did see it says that they revised that ballot in 2007. And removed it as the worst, removed its worst picture nomination, and instead nominated for most painfully unfunny comedy, which it won. Wow! It also garnered a worst song nomination in the same category for The Inquisition, but lost to Baby Talk from Paternity. I don't know what Paternity is. I don't know. What is it? Right, hold on, let me say. Man, these people just hate Mel Brooks. Paternity is a 1981 comedy film directed by David Steinberg, starring Burt Reynolds, Beverly D'Angelo, Norman Fell, Paul Dooley, Elizabeth Ashley, and Lauren Hutton. That's a good cast. How about that? that's a lot of names I know. Mr. Roper with, with Smokey? <laughs> uh, Roger Ebert didn't like this movie. Of course he didn't. He said it was a rambling, undisciplined, sometimes embarrassing failure from one of the most gifted comic filmmakers around. What went wrong? Brooks never seems to have a clear idea of the rationale of his movie, so there's no confident narrative impetus to carry it along. Wow. And then, But Gene Siskel gave it three out of four stars. <laughs> I used to love it. <laughs> Siskel was a man of the people. God bless him. Says it borrows heavily from his previous work and it contains a bunch of solid laughs. I laughed. I laughed too. Right? But I did see where he did use some stuff. Oh, yeah. He did like stuff. walk this way and there's, you know, like some of the old gags. And... Are you Harry Corman? They fucking his name up just like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that, you gotta give it a pass though. Cause yeah. It's still funny because you no, get to yeah. see Harvey Corman. Uh, all right, so not having seen this. If you don't know, I basically read the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Mel Brooks just takes you on a journey through human history, starting with prehistoric man, moving all the way through the French Revolution with some uh, with some stops along the way in the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. and a quick stop to the Old Testament. So and the Spanish Inquisition. Yes, the Old Testament was like two minutes. Two minutes, yeah. <laughs> fifteen. That's, that's a good joke, though. He's fifteen. Ten. <laughs> Uh, so you, not having seen it, what did you think, Brent? Like, what did, did I mean? Is this funny? Was it? Did it hold up? I did like it, but there are there were segments that felt like they went just slightly too long. Right, just a little bit. I know, like with the Inquisition, like all the like the, the swimmers and shit, like that kind of. I was like, right. all right, yeah, mm-hmm. you can get in this a little sooner than that. And then uh, the Roman part was probably like that was the best part. Right, that's where all the best jokes were. And the last segment kind of was like it kind of went on too long too. And it felt like I mean, well. It's almost like Blazing Styles where I feel like he didn't know how to end this shit. Right. So it's like, let's just do some stupid shit at the very end. Right. Because when he, when Rez uh, came back in from the fucking Roman part, I'm like, oh, that's how it's going to end. <laughs> the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, how the fuck is this going to end? Right. <laughs> right, right I don't right. see how it's going to work. Right. And they kind of rip off Blazing Saddles. Yeah, breaking exactly. down the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Which they kind of do a lot. They did a lot in this they movie. They did a lot in this movie. Um, But for me, I think this is like, Cause it's weird. Once you get, cause you love high anxiety, right? Is are you a fan of that movie? Or it's been a while, but I do. I remember liking it though. Okay, that middle period from it's like Young Frankenstein and it's uh, it's uh, Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. and then it's a lot of uneven. You know, you talk to people that think silent movies great. You mm-hmm. talk to other people that hate silent movies. Mm-hmm. You talk to people that think high anxiety is great. You t- then there's people that hate. Uh, high anxiety. Yeah, I hear nobody ever talk about those two movies. Right. So <laughs> this is like nobody ever talks about silent movies. Some people no. you'll find somebody that like you hear people talk about history of the world. Mm-hmm. For me, like I like Spaceballs. It's funny and it's silly, but it's not one of his best movies. No, I it's, like it, but yeah, it's not one of his best. I movies. I don't love it. I like it because w- what I like about it is he space. It's funny. 
But a lot of the performance, like we were talking about, come back here, you fat bearded bitch. Yeah. Like just some funny lines and stuff in Spaceballs. But with space, with, with look at Young Frankenstein. Like he loves the Universal horror movies, right? Yeah. So that is like a love letter to those mm-hmm. movies. He shot it the way he set it up and all that stuff. Yeah. Blazing Saddles, you you know, he you could tell he parodied the Western, but he had kind of a fondness for the Western. Yep. I grew up watching with these movies he had probably had a, like a fondness for the historical epics. And in within that, you obviously knew he probably watched like some Esther Williams movies. Mm-hmm. Always wanted to do like a, a dance number with some swimmers, <laughs> right? Even though it went on too long, he was being yeah. indulgent. With Spaceballs, I don't think he understood sci-fi. So yeah. I don't think it's as sharp because he doesn't love it. Mm-hmm. So he's just he's just making fun of it and it doesn't work quite as well. With the little segment at the end was the Jews in space. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Like you should have kept it just like a little segment. Like right. Ever. That to me is probably funnier than all of Spaceballs. I, I was about to say the exact same thing. Right. <laughs> that to me is probably funnier than all of Spaceballs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think History of the World is probably, for me, uh, like I grew up in the 80s so we were like kids kids this came out when I was you know mm-hmm. it was on video all the time or on cable all the time yeah so we all I probably at that time knew this better than I knew Blazing Saddles really? or knew okay. or knew Young Frankenstein you mm-hmm. know because for me this is more slapstick right yeah definitely right like Young Frankenstein this is a story there's some sadness in there there's yeah. some you know and Blazing Saddles is silly too but uh, that's not as accessible no. maybe for a little kid <laughs> Whereas this, you could probably get away. There's some scenes where it's not, it's, they, but they could edit this for TV pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, it's easy, yeah. And, it, and some of the jokes are just dumb, like borscht belt, like, you know, stand-up jokes. Mm-hmm. And then there's just some silly stuff, so a lot of physical silly stuff. So, <laughs> you know, at 81, it's perfect. It's like perfect. So a lot of kids from my generation knew this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what I've never seen? I've never seen Dracula Dead and Loving It. I've never have either. I'm not seeing that either. And I don't think I've seen all of Men in Tights. I'm not seeing any of that movie. That's another one people get mad. You've never seen that one? Right. I know. I've heard great things. Well, that's the thing. I haven't really watched those because I haven't seen I haven't seen the Robin Hood movie that they're you parody. Right. And then I haven't seen the movie that the other movie is parody. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, I, uh, I mean, it's just all Dracula, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But I've never seen Bram Stoker's Dracula. I know that's what it's right. fucking. Right. What I love about the, the title, Dead and Loving It, is did you ever watch the TV show Get Smart? Not really, but I know of it, though. Yeah, he would use that as, like, a catchphrase where, like, somebody would say, Max, you'll be facing, you'll be facing, uh, you know, death, and uh, and you'll never know, you know, you, you, you'll live every moment in total fear, and he would just look and say, and loving it, like, you know, <laughs> so I thought that it was cool that they mm-hmm. kind of threw that, it was definitely a Mel Brooks phrase, you know, <laughs> dead and loving it, but if you want some good Mel Brooks style humor even though he only did the pilot check out the Get Smart TV show because okay. it's like that on a weekly basis like that kind of like oh, okay. kind of a dumb care. it's really really well done it's funny one of my favorite shows of all time how do you feel about the Steve Carell thing I never saw it oh okay I never saw it I don't think anybody because Don Adams was such a unique guy you would know him as the voice of Inspector Gadget oh shit and it's basically the same character just in live action <laughs> he's basically like a live action cartoon character oh okay Kind of like one of those, you know, it's like a James Bond spoof, and he doesn't quite realize he's dumb. <laughs> but there are also people there that are dumber than he is, so it's uh, kind of, there's like a whole hierarchy of dumb. I have to check it out. Yeah. And the Chief is great, because he's the only one that's not, him and Agent 99 are the only two that aren't dumb. <laughs> and so they got to play the straight man to everybody else. But yeah, it's cool. If you like, it's that style of humor, mm-hmm. just like with ridiculous stuff. Yeah. And of course, you know. 
who's the bad guy always? It's chaos, but what are they? They're Nazis, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you? So your favorite segment was the all the Romans parts, right? Um, yeah, that's probably my favorite. I mean, like you said, it's only like two minutes, but the shit with the, the tablets is the funniest. <laughs> the, yeah, the Roman Park is like the part where he's doing like the stand up and he starts fucking up saying the wrong jokes. That shit have you rolling. <laughs> I also love that he does some, you know, people, it's not his sharpest, but he also does some like nice little commentary when he's like, quiet, the Romans, the, the Senate's in session. And he's like, what are we going to do? Are we just going to oh, keep yeah. building, building palaces for the rich or are we going to do something about the poor? <laughs> Fuck the poor. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. <laughs> yeah, he's and then uh, I love that there's like stand up philosopher. He's supposed to be like a comedian. Yeah, stand up philosopher. You get a lot of he. There's a lot of cameos in here. Henny Youngman was in there. Um, B. Arthur. You saw B. That's Arthur. That's right. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. unemployment. Unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah they, I think you're right. The Roman Senate feels the most complete. That's the that's what's on the poster too. Is him wearing the little Roman helmet. Right. It feels like there's a beginning and an ending, and you know. I didn't think it was gonna go past that. I thought that was gonna be the rest of the movie, right? Right. There. I didn't think like when he said Spanish Inquisition, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're doing something else. Now, did you think that was a good musical number? Otherwise. Oh yeah, just if it had just ended slightly. Before. Right. Just know that none of the bathing beauties. Yeah, but I say the shit with the pool. Get rid of that. Right. And now I liked it a lot more. But the song is great. I song, think that song is great. That song is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard that. that the, one of the two things I knew of this movie or I seen clips of was that so I knew that song and I knew the part where your man was trying not to get his dick hard those were the two <laughs> the two scenes I knew from this movie before watching the great very young Gregory Hines it's so weird seeing him so young right <laughs> young but still kind of looked the same yeah as probably the probably the, that's probably the heaviest you've ever seen Gregory Hines <laughs> yeah. he's just coming in at a buck oh nine and uh yeah even in Waiting to Exhale he was yeah right <laughs> so right shit, yeah yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, but he's he gets to do a little bit of his you know he gets to show off his little bit of his talents and he's funny mm-hmm. he's very funny he's quick too he's quick very keeping quick. up with Milford right right <laughs> uh, and then he has the best uh, the whole thing where he just stops to roll the joint That's right. just, <laughs> <laughs> I love it that's such a great and then the, the Romans are just high you go here I'm gonna walk around here in a circle <laughs> Um, What's your favorite segment? I think the I, I do love the uh, I, I probably the Roman segment and within the Roman segment, um, all the stuff in the palace yeah, is great. All DeLuise. the stuff in the yeah, all the stuff with Dom DeLuise just playing them. And Madeline Kahn is always good <laughs> playing what Madeline doing what Madeline Kahn <laughs> does. Say doing her part right and just always funny. Um, she's always got like just her facial expressions all that stuff she she knows how to do this kind of comedy so mm-hmm. it's always fun to watch her you know I did laugh at your man was that Charlie Callis out there playing yeah. the <laughs> that shit was funny <laughs> yeah it's just like that style of comedy is so weird mm-hmm. but it's cool because Mel Brooks always like paid those guys back Sid Caesar was his boss puts him in as a caveman yeah. probably worked with Char- Jackie Mason was the guy on the uh, he was the guy on the wall when he's talking about, it, I was sitting flicking chickens. And oh I'm yeah, going through the and it's like, you know, all these guys that he had worked with, he always kind of, you know, gave Henny Youngman. Who was is that? Who, who was the man that was supposed to be like the pharmacist? That was Henny Youngman. Okay, I thought so. Take my I, wife, please. I just know him from Goodfellas. That's immediately yeah. what I think of every time. Yeah, 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 that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, so you so, seen a pack of Trojans? Oh, <laughs> just ran out. Or something. <laughs> yeah, he. I love that he throws in all these like borscht belt comedians just to do like, yeah, and then he's got. Uh, yeah, Charlie Callis of all people. <laughs> 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 I 
Like it's so corny, but it is funny. Mm-hmm. It's like this it guy's, made me laugh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's like that golden era of like that 50s, 60s where the, all those guys are on TV mm-hmm. and they're like on Hollywood Squares and doing all that stuff. The guy that looks really familiar that I never know who where I can place him, but he's been in a million things, is the guy that was t- selling the plumbing. Oh, yeah, I don't know who he's that He's got was. the big walrus yeah. mustache. He's like, plumbing, plumbing. So get your shit from inside <laughs> to outside. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, that. I think that feels the most complete. And I feel like yeah. that whole segment... Holds up with his, uh, mm. with like some of his best stuff. Like, yeah. I feel. If You're he, right about he could extend that, man. That's just the whole movie. Right. Wanted to. The French Revolution is funny, but some of it does not hold up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. <laughs> but all that stuff, I go, when he's doing it, it, it's good to be the king. I'm like, dude, this is Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just walk, walk up to the grid. We went to one and just start humping her in the yeah. <laughs> Good to be the king, and then he does that wink. He's good at playing a slime ball. He yeah. really is good at playing. Uh-huh. He is good, at, but it's great to see Harvey. We were talking about Har- Harvey Corman. Yeah, why wasn't he in more movies? Yeah, I like, don't know him like, not, like Mel Brooks is the only one that ever. He was on Carol Burnett for years. Yeah, that's the only thing I, other than Blazing Saddles and now this. That's right. It. Oh, and the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. But he was so good at playing those those characters and being mm-hmm. just like the, the insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> Piss boy. <laughs> there is some funny stuff in the front, but you're right. It does right. go on a little bit. Yeah. It goes on a little bit too long, and, and it kind of feels repetitive. It does. After the, because it's the same thing mm-hmm. with, the, you know, they would have done something a little bit. But I feel like he was really trying to, um, uh, like, kind of... Um, not mock, but like I pay homage to like the historical epics, you know. Yeah. And so, look, I can do this. Cloris Leachman's in it for like five minutes, and she's funny. <laughs> Madame Defarge, um, yeah, yeah, I like this one. I I, I think yeah. people, uh, I think it kind of gets people don't talk about it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think it's worth checking out if you're a Mel Brooks fan. Oh, shit, if you're making a sequel, fuck. Well, yeah, they're doing it on Hulu, <laughs> That's man. Crazy. Well, because I, I thought that was funny. It, I thought he just did a part one and never did a part two. That I, you know, legitimately, I would be like when I was getting into all his like looking at movies. I was always confused, like where the fuck is part two? <laughs> I never seen this. So I was just like, what is part one? You just wanted that to. You're like, this needs to exist. But that, yeah. that's a great. That's a great joke. So I'm hoping that when he does two, it doesn't ruin that joke. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be a series, so maybe they're just going to do each. Oh, it's going to be a TV. Oh. Each week is going to be, I think, a different era. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just. I just want to see who. Who do you get now to play this kind of comedy? Right. Right. Yeah, it probably won't be the same, man. You know what's weird? Like when when they did Dracula Dead and Loving It, I felt like by that time Leslie Nielsen was too on the nose. Yeah, it's after Naked Gun because he was known for those after Airplane and Naked Gun. Mm -hmm. Like if you had a different guy playing him, it might have worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? He did one. I always saw it at the video store, and I don't know anybody's ever watched it. He did one. It's 2001: A Space Travesty. Who's that? Leslie, Leslie Nielsen? Nielsen. Have you ever seen no. that? Nobody has ever seen that movie. Is I think you need to. Uh, you, who do we call on when we need these movies seen? We call on Home Video Hustle. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to grab it because I remember that one and Spy Hard. Yes. That one I used to love as a kid. Though. Yeah, yeah. But I, the 2001 parody, I've never known anybody that's watched it. Did you ever watch any of the Police Squad TV show? Yes. That's I've great. That. That's super good. Uh, again, I think what Leslie Nielsen, what happened with Leslie Nielsen is. He got to a point, like, 
uh, John always tells that story was Leslie Nielsen was one of the few people look at that yeah. <laughs> that looks terrible it, even the box looks oh, it's why? from 2000 oh my god why hey, it, was, it, was, it was shot in LA well of course it's probably shot in a warehouse in the valley the budget was 45 million dollars are you serious but it doesn't say how much it made it probably didn't make sh- it probably didn't make 45 who directed that Alan A. Goldstein. What? Let's look him up. Let's look up Mr. You know what he's known for? What's He's that? known for 2001 Space Travesty and Death Wish 5. <gasps> Yikes. <laughs> You're getting a guy... Okay, think about that. Think about that, direct... I directed De- Death Wish 5, and now you want me to direct a comedy. That's not good. <laughs> Some people might say that, that was, Death Wish was a comedy, though. Which is the one where he's got the 50 caliber machine gun? That's three. That's my, That's the best one. I don't yeah. care nobody says. Is it a 50 caliber or is it a 30 caliber? Shit, I don't remember now. I know Martin Balsam gave it to him. That's all. I yeah, oh, is Martin Balsam in that? He's the one that gave him that. I love him. Oh no, he's directed more stuff than that. Whole. Now I gotta okay. look him up. Look what, him a up. bunch of TV series, right? And TV movies, right? Devil's Fire. Uh-huh. That was '94. I don't know any of these other. Movies. Charles Bronson was making Death Wish movies in the '90s. That was the last one. Damn. Yeah, I don't know any of these. Oh. <laughs> he did a movie called The Snake King, or Snake Man. That needs like something I need to make PJ watch. <laughs> Adding that to the watch I'm list. Snake Man. I'm, I'm Snake Man. Oh, it's watch free on Freebie. There we go. Oh, we're gonna watch that. Oh hell yeah. Snake Man. Yeah, Death Wish Five is from 1994. Sheesh. Yikes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's the pencil thin mustache yeah. of Charles Bronson. Have Justine watch that one. Right. Right. <laughs> I you know. Charlie gets a bad rap, you know. Chuck B. <laughs> Chucky B. Chucky B gets a bad rap. <laughs> you know, at that age, I mean, it's a paycheck. What are you going to do? That's Say no? Yeah. I mean, these guys are... Good shit, what else was he doing around <laughs> trying nothing? You know you know what's sad about Bronson? I feel like he never got his comeback. No. He never got... Like, Clint Eastwood got to come back around, you know. He made some crappy movies, and then he got to come around and kind of be lauded as a director. You know what happened? He did three TV movies after that. That was the last. After he did Devil's Five, the last thing he did was three TV movies called Family of Cops. Weird. Family of Cops, A Breach of Faith, A Family of Cops Two, and Family of Cops Three Under Suspicion. Wow. I've never heard of these movies. We gotta get. That's your next goal. Find Charlie Bronson's last. Uh, you know where you can watch it? Freebie. Free on freebie. <laughs> to be. To be or not to be. That is the question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Bronson never got that redemption that a lot of other old, like even no. Stallone has kind of gotten it now. Dolph Lundgren, he's yeah, you know what I mean. Those guys got to come back around, and mm-hmm. or even like even Jean Claude Van Damme making fun of himself. JCVD, right? Yeah, or you know like Schwarzenegger has kind of come back and mm-hmm. kind of you know, Bronson never got that man. He just kind of had to. I think he keep, had. When did he, he had to keep playing. You know. He never got his due. I feel like Tarantino would have used him eventually. Oh, yeah. Oh, he died in 03, so yeah, that's way before all right. that shit popped off. Right. He, he he never got his... Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, love, I fuck with Charles Brown. I love him. Yeah. I mean, just, hey, look, just watch Once Upon a Time in the West. I, I've never seen that. I oh, you gotta watch it. I've never seen that or Once Upon a Time in America either. I've never seen either one of them. That one's good. I think you'll like that one. I'll have to check Although it. that's a little bit different take on like a mafia. Not quite mm-hmm. the level of like... Um, 
the Godfather. Mm-hmm. But it's it's cool. It, it, it takes place over you know spans generations and that whole thing. So yeah, it's obviously a different budget. You know <laughs> because you're working with uh, you know it's not an American film company. Either, mm-hmm. So, but it's worth checking out. But check out One Spot of Time. I think you'll dig it just because the characters are all good. Now I'm looking into it. Characters are all really good. Just started watching westerns for the first time like in the last few years. You have to hit a certain age. Yeah, this you must to, be. You have to sit or hit a certain age. But the cool thing about westerns, and it's the same thing with sci-fi, is because you're doing it in a setting like that, you can deal with stuff like racism and mm-hmm. all this stuff, and not people aren't going to get offended. It's like it's, yeah. you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Just like you get away with it on Star Trek, you can get away with it. Like on, mm-hmm. you know, High Noon is about you know the High Noon is really about freaking you know people getting. It's a whole the, the communist blacklisting, right? Like yeah. this guy needs help and nobody wants to help him, and you know nobody wants to put their ass on the line for this guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's all you know. It's all these you know the searchers. Even though we talk about how you can pretty much do without watching most John Wayne movies, <laughs> searcher is like that is all about racism. It's funny because it's from a director who kind of is that John Ford? It's John Ford who yeah. who kind of. You know, a lot of times use like Native American stereotypes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff. And there's a lot of that in that movie that's about how you cannot, society has to, there has to be a point where in order to move on, you have to leave people like that behind, yeah. right? Like that's where we kind of are right now, right? Mm-hmm. We want to move forward in this country, we got to leave those people behind, right? And that's what that movie's about. That movie's about is like, if we're going to, we're taming the West, but once we tame the West, People like John Wayne's character can't exist anymore because mm-hmm. they they're they're they, they hold up progress. You yeah. know what I mean? And that you can't you don't say it in so many words, but you show it, right? Mm-hmm. But you can never do that in a, you couldn't do that in a contemporary fifties movie. People would riot, but it's like okay, this is a hundred years ago, so cool, you know? Because mm-hmm. we can go, oh, we're beyond that, even though we're not. No, you know. So that's cool about Western. You just got to find the right one. Uh, I know, I know. You may, we like to make fun of our man. Uh, <laughs> Our man Jimmy Stewart, but he he partnered with a guy named Anthony Mann, this director Anthony Mann. They made some really good like the gritty Naked Spur. The Naked Spur is a good one, yeah. <laughs> that's just a fugitive movie. What's the? Is it Winchester Seventy Nine? That's one of my. Oh. So Winchester Seventy Two is one of my favorites. Because okay. <laughs> it's one of those movies where it just picks up. It's all about. Um, uh, he's trying to find his rifle. Like mm-hmm. it's something very simple, but it turns into like, uh, you know, all the stuff, and you get a like, young Shelley Winters and a young. Um, uh, like a really young Tony Curtis shows up. And mm. It's cool, man. It's good. Of the what the few westerns I've watched so far, I think the one I've liked the most is one called Sabata. Oh, with uh, Lee Van Cleef. Van Cleef. Yeah. I love that one when I watched it. All the spaghetti westerns are cool because they feel very modern mm-hmm. and they're very contemporary. And like, did you ever see the original Django? No, not yet. Those are cool. It's on my list though. Yeah. He's got the coffin with the yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I love the one where he got the coffin and machine gun. Yeah, the <laughs> oh, I gotta watch that one. Those are fun. All those kind of like and Lee Van Cleef's another good actor who kind of had to go to Europe and get discovered mm-hmm. and come back and good, the bad, and the ugly, and all those. Yeah. Did you see all those? You saw the Collins I've, I've only seen the good, bad. I've never seen the first two. I've seen good, bad, and ugly though. The first one's good. Second one way underrated, and that's a mm-hmm. great role for Lee Van Cleef because he actually plays kind of a good guy. Oh, okay. And uh, he and he, him and like Clint Eastwood are like in friendly competition, mm-hmm. but it's a good one. It has, okay. a, has a great ending that kind of you see where Leone gets the ending for uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, in that one. And Good, Bad, like had the three way standoff, right? Right, okay. right, right, right. And this one, he kind of has. There's a whole. Um, 
there's a whole little gimmick he does where the killer has a stopwatch that plays music and it's mm. got chimes. Yeah. And then as soon as it stops chiming, like in uh, Quick and the Dead, like as soon as you hear the clock, right, right, right. So <laughs> the, the they they kind of do play with that at the end, and it's cool. Really, really good. And the one I watched, I couldn't get into it. It was it was I right, I couldn't. It was one called Hang 'Em High. Yeah, that's a weird that. one. Um, that's a weird one because it's like it's American trying to do a uh, trying to do a spaghetti mm-hmm. style. Yeah, it felt like it. Right. Yeah, I can get in that. The one. one you might like with Clint Eastwood is Outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah, that, I haven't seen that's that. That's the 70s one. That one's good. You might like that one. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of like a revenge story. Unforgiven is like the 90s, right? That's, a good that's one. the one everybody tells me to watch. Yeah. Morgan Freeman's in that. Uh, mm. And he's great. And they have a good... It's a, like the relationship they have is really good. Oh, okay. And Gene Hackman just plays. And you thought he was Again. bad. You thought he, he, Quick and the Dead was... He was... I mean, this. he's so much worse than this one, man. Oof. Yeah. He's so much worse and uh, quicker than that because he's a guy who thinks he's 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 bad, but he thinks he's doing the right thing, and so there's nothing going to stop him from being an oh, asshole. Okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> and it's got surprisingly very little uh, like shootouts and stuff like that, but the mm-hmm. it's it all happens very quick. Oh, okay. it's very good. Be realistic. Just, just, it, it's it's worth checking out. Okay, I think I think you'll like it, and you get to kind of see where he is as a director, because I think he's a good director. Yeah, I'm not seeing too many movies he's directed. I'm not seeing not seeing too many Clint Eastwood movies outside of Dirty Harry. Uh, the one you would love, and even though you don't watch a lot of war movies, I'm gonna guess the first half is kind of a little eh, but the second half reminds me of like I think I feel like Indiana Jones maybe. <laughs> kind of, I feel like Last Crusade maybe kind of ripped this off, mm. but there's a scene where they're trying to get, out, they're trying to sneak out of this castle with these um, spies who were double agents, and they're mm-hmm. trying to get them back to England. And uh, there's a scene where they're they're dressed up as Germans or whatever, and uh, Clint Eastwood uh, ends up having to hold off like this whole, like this whole platoon of Germans who come there in like in this in a castle. Mm. And there's this scene with him where he's got just like two machine guns. And he's like, it's like something out of a Schwarzenegger movie. He's just like, brah, brah, brah. <laughs> what movie is that? It's called Where Eagles Dare. Oh, it's I've called Where it, Eagles okay. Dare. Yeah, what Justine ca- loved that movie. Bro. Okay, I was gonna say that's why. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Heartbreak Ridge? I've heard that's the new one I need to watch. It's really funny if you like Mario Van Peebles. I do. He basically steals a movie. Uh. it's very. It's a contemporary. Takes place in the '80s and. Uh, it's kind of Clint Eastwood plays this this Marine sergeant who is like you know getting close to retirement and he really the core the, the Marine Corps really doesn't want him and he doesn't have no place in the Marine Corps and then mm-hmm. he's got these recruits that are just basically a bunch of fuck ups and he has to like you know <laughs> and they hate him and uh, it's funny though Mario Van Peebles very funny in it <laughs> like he steals it for me he's got a lot of good lines and it's it's more it's not a comedy but it's very light. It's not oh, a very okay. serious movie. Oh, okay. Not a very serious movie, so, you know. Yeah. And he's kind of doing the whole, hey, I'm Clint Eastwood, but <laughs> but he allows the, they, they kind of allow him to, like, it kind of pokes fun at it, too, because oh. they mess with him. And, mm-hmm. But Mario Van Peebles is hilarious in it. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I've been, multiple people now have told me to watch that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's funny. I thought the crew was going to like it more because they like Clint Eastwood, and they really didn't like it. Oh, oh, y'all did watch that's yeah. Right. They thought he was being too, too serious, and I, th- I, uh, I've always thought that was funny. 
uh, I remember my dad and my uncle loved that movie. They loved. They thought it was hilarious because huh. you know. But yeah, uh, it was cool. I, I like that one. There's some good, you know, clean swords. You know, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta separate. As he gets older, he gets more, you know, cantankerous mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This and Gran Torino, right? <laughs> right. Again, <laughs> again, we talked about this. We talked about um, um, sometimes it's like when Quentin Tarantino uses, you know, the N word. Mm. Right. I felt like in that movie, there's a scene where he confronts these three black kids and he uses a slur. Mm. And it was like, it shocked me and it was uncomfortable, but it was also like, that's, that was the character. Yeah. And it wasn't overdone. It was just like, you did just showing, he's just showing you this guy's an asshole. Mm. (laughs) Right. This guy's almost irredeemable. Yeah. Can we bring this guy back? You know, and that, so that to me was like a, but man, that, that movie, I was like, damn, he is just going full. Like, he is full. But I, you know what's funny? I've known people like that. I've known, like, mm. veterans and stuff like that. That, like, uh. you know, they're in a certain war, and they fought against certain people, and they use mm-hmm. certain words, and you're just like, wow. You know, but it's like, how do you, how do me, you know, how do I deprogram? <laughs> you know, me as a person <laughs> who wasn't in that situation, what do I, well, you know. So it's kind of I, I thought that was a really cool examination of like people like in that. Mm-hmm. I felt like I knew people like that. Yeah, know? doesn't excuse it. Nah, it doesn't excuse it. But you know, you just like you kind of go on and say okay. <laughs> but um, no, I, I would recommend. There's a few westerns I think you would like that are just full like. Mm-hmm. You like a good story. I think if yeah. uh, if a good if a good story, yeah, if it don't hook me, yeah, right. Did you see the remake of um, True Grit? Never seen either one. How many Corn Brothers movies have you watched? Not many because I can't think of. Do you, Fargo. Never seen it. <gasps> we should have watched Fargo. <laughs> oh, you would love Fargo. I don't think I've seen any of their movies. You ever seen uh, Racing Arizona? Never seen it. Uh, oh, brother, where are they? Never seen it. Uh, I don't, I have oh, seen any. Uh, Mil- I think you might like Miller's Crossing. I just saw Criterion put that out. I think. Yeah, got I, you know, the Coen Brothers are really hard because people either love them or hate them. Big Lebowski. Never seen it. That's you know what I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna tell you that's one of my least favorite uh, Coen Brothers movies. I'm not a huge. I'm not as big a fan of that. Is a lot of people are. Yeah, everybody seems to love it. I can kind of take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything, so I don't think I. It's okay. It. We're still friends, man. <laughs> that's part of that's part of what uh, what we do on this podcast. We get people to talk about movies. See, we talked about history of the world for like five minutes, and then we went back to talking <laughs> about Clint Eastwood. Um, I've done a lot of their movies on the podcast. We did. I'm a huge I'm, ah. One, I guys, I own it. No country for old men. Oh, I that, see, I gave it an eight out of ten on here. That's a good one. Yeah, I forgot you, about that's that. a good one. So that's the one I've seen. So you would like Fargo? Okay, definitely. I would say pick, start with Fargo. Okay, and uh, that's another movie with some great lines and some great. That's one of the movies we talk about. Like when we talk, when you saw Django, mm-hmm. and you were laughing at the, like we were the only ones laughing at certain parts in yeah. Django. <laughs> There's a scene in. Uh, in Fargo where I just started busting up laughing and <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh or not but I thought it was the funniest thing and it's just uh, like <laughs> Steve Buscemi's in a good cast mm. you know uh, oh, what's her name uh, 
Francis McDormand is really, oh, really yeah. great in that. Okay. Really good. Yeah, it's good, man. Try, try Fargo first, and, and then you know, because they do comedies, they do all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Raising Arizona is one of the best Nick Cage movies. One of the best performances I've ever seen Nick Cage do. And that is the only movie I ever saw. That is the only comedy that I've ever saw my dad like lose his shit. Really? Like he was busting up. I never saw my dad laugh like that. It was the weirdest thing. I remember just watching him laugh. Going, I've never seen this in my life. <laughs> yeah, my mom loves that movie, but I've never seen one. It's funny. It's dumb. I mean, it's dumb, but it's funny. You know, the Coen Brothers are like Sam Raimi. They do stuff yeah. with the camera. They they they're they, cool with Sam Raimi too. Right? Oh yeah, they're yeah, like so they're, they're tight like brothers. Yeah, so. yeah, they're tight. They're all friends. Um, so yeah, they it's fun to watch those those. That, yeah, I love the Coen Brothers, but they did True Grit. That's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. And if you like Jeff Bridges, they did. Uh, a rehash, which was a John Wayne movie, and they yeah. did it. They did it in a way that was closer to the book oh, and a little okay. more realistic. I so check it out. Yeah, I did watch. I have. I bought the uh, remake, but I watched the original Three Ten to Yuma. That's a good one. I love that one. When he just throws Peter Fonda over the. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got. The, I went ahead and bought the remake digital because it was like right. two bucks. So I haven't watched that yet. Though. Right, right. You didn't you tell me you yeah you watched the original too right. Did you three ten? Yeah, 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 yeah. On a Criterion. Yeah, I always, I always trip out of how many Glenn Ford movies you've seen. You've uh, seen more than one. You've seen the Matt, Big Heat, The Big Heat. That's two. There has, I think, there's a third one. Too. Yeah. Well, know. Superman. I've never seen Superman. Oh, really? Never seen any Superman movie ever. Well, Batman versus Superman. I saw. Right. And I fell asleep three times. Right. Superman's kind of boring, but the first one's like a fun comic book movie. I'm about to watch. And it. you get Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor, <laughs> and Ned Beatty. And uh, it's fun. It's a fun cast. Who is he in Superman? Who? Glenn Ford. He's the dad. Oh, fuck. He's, he's, he's uh, Clark Kent's dad. Yeah. They find him. They, find, he's, they show the whole thing when they find him out in the meteor. And, you know, yeah. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's just two of his movies. I'm sorry. The Big Heat's crazy. I love that. That's a crazy, violent movie, man. Uh, yeah, I'll give it eight out of ten on there. <laughs> when he throws the... They throw the... He throws the... What, what is he throwing in the girl's face? It was coffee, right? Yeah, the yeah. scalding coffee. Burn the shit. Then she gets him back. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, that was, uh, wasn't that Lee Marvin? Yeah. Hey, that's right. You hear Lee Marvin crying like a kid, <laughs> crying like a baby. <laughs> Man, that's another great, Lee Marvin's another great, when he's bad guy. I was Justine disagrees with you, friend. Did you ever see uh, Bad Day at Black Rock? <laughs> nope. That's a good one. That's kind of a Western. It's one of those movies that's not a Western, but it's a Western. Oh, okay. Western adjacent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes place in like modern, even though it's shot in the 50s, modern day Arizona. Uh-huh. And Spencer Tracy goes back to this town and he has to return. He's trying to return a medal to a farmer. Uh, it's a Japanese farmer who lived there. His son was killed in the war. He's trying to, uh. he's trying to take him this medal and the, the, he's disappeared. Mm. And nobody will tell Spencer Tracy where he's gone. And you don't know anything about Spencer Tracy. You know he's got... He only has one arm that works because he got hurt in the war. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee Marvin and Ernest Borgnine are the little uh, thugs. Oh, are the little thugs. So you get to see... Uh, you get to see... And that's a good one. I would put that one on your oh, list. Okay. And that's like an early Cinemascope, too. Mm. You also get the great um, Anne Francis. Oh, okay. You've seen Forbidden Planet, right? Years ago, it's been a long ass time. That was on that. Watched it. That was on that. uh, I didn't see that on there either. That was on there. That's Leslie Nielsen, right? Uh, Yeah, really young Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I didn't see that then. Making out with Anne Francis. (laughs) You lucky dog. That's one of the only things I ever saw him in that wasn't a comedy. 
Yeah, he did a lot of like serious. I saw him in a uh, creep show. That's what I was thinking. I was say there's one other thing with creep shows. Other wasn't he? Did you see the? Did you get to the Columbo with him yet? Not yet. He's in one. He's oh, he played shit. serious. <laughs> he's dating a girl who's accused of murder. He's dating a woman who's accused of oh, murder. I definitely ain't seen that. Yet. I gotta get back on my Columbo. Right. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing a Columbo slash Rockford files. I'm alternating, <laughs> and you're watching Columbo. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Columbo and Miami Vice. Oh, those that <laughs> Miami Vice holds up, right? I fucking love that show. Man. Got my boy Edward James. Mm-hmm. Just staring at people. It's Captain. <laughs> so I love. Yeah, he has whole scenes where he doesn't even say. There's probably a whole episode where he just stares at <laughs> and they all just shit themselves every time. I love it. <laughs> The great thing about that role is he's an asshole, but he's like he, like he'll back him up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, he's 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 not like yeah. he's not just busting their balls. He nah. like he has their back when he when they need him. I just already he would like he'll back them and they be like yeah thanks he's there. just stares I'm like I'm still doing it in my office. <laughs> it's like all right my bad shit. <laughs> but I love I forget what episode that was but it was like he was fucking Don Johnson up every time because Don Johnson kept fucking up and he just kept. That's <laughs> him just staring at him. <laughs> I forgot his name, Lieutenant uh, Castillo. Castillo, that's right. He's supposed <laughs> to be a Cuban guy in that one. Yeah, that's a, Edward James, man. Always good. Mm-hmm. Always good. And he's so he's so small, like in that. Yeah, he's so skinny, and so like now he's a bigger guy. Well, he's not big, but he, you know he's kind of bulked up. But he was so tiny. But he's still like you wouldn't want to mess with him, man. <laughs> I need to. Oh, I see you got the box up there. I need to watch Battlestar one day. It's good. I haven't seen any of that. It's cool. You know what? It really. It was. It's kind of one of those things. Again, sci-fi. That's really about America after nine eleven. That's uh, uh, that's honestly what it's about. Oh, okay. That's really what it's about. Uh, there's an attack. We don't know who the enemies are. You like how? To, and then how do we respond? And mm-hmm. you know, but uh, Edward James is good in that. And then it's awesome. Is he's a, he's a good. So like, there's scenes where he like. He'll get you like, oh, hi. We just get like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good. And like the, the cat, it's funny because the cast is like half American, half Canadian, mm. and you can spot the Canadians because they talk differently. <laughs> no? But um, the special effects are good. It's a good series. It's cool. I'm about to grab it. Yeah, it's cool. And they're short. Uh, and there's yeah, it, it it's good. It's gritty. It's real sweaty. It's kind of a sweaty show. <laughs> One of those, you know, you feel like everybody's dirty all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're humanity on the run. But you talk about a reboot. The original was nothing like that, and they just took it and ran it. It was just one season, too, right? Right. Or right, two. Right. I think they brought it back. I was when I was a kid. That show was the shit because it was like Star Wars on TV every week. Mm-hmm. Lasers <laughs> and you know robots. And who doesn't love that? It's crazy. It lasted one season. I thought it would have been a long. It was super expensive. It was super expensive for Universal. What Universal did was they actually uh, put the pilot out as a movie mm-hmm. to try to cash in. I've it, seen that. It, yeah, tape. my my brother went to see it at the movies. Oh and there shit! Was, yeah, yeah, he saw it in the theaters. Didn't yeah. Buck Rogers do that too? I think they may have. Oh, okay, I thought was, I thought there was a Buck Rogers like the movie or something. I think Battlestar Galactic was also in Sense Around. Oh fuck! <laughs> which was just they just turn up the bass and make the seats rumble. <laughs> make that shit bump. Right, like a like a. Like an 85 Nissan Sentra. <laughs> Little two-door. Um, yeah, watch more Westerns. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm going to try to. But I think you I think you do. You hit a certain age. Because when you're a kid, you don't care. You don't want a nah. bunch of guys running around on horses. Who cares? Yeah. Then you, But when you start to get that ear for dialogue, and you start mm-hmm. to realize, you know, you start to understand, then you're like, oh, shit. Like, 
And a lot of it's just like a man put into like circumstances. I gotta, yeah, you know, yeah. I gotta man up and you know, mm-hmm. fight my way out of this. But yeah, so I was thinking about that. So I was wondering, I was like, what the fuck was it made me start watching those? Because I was talking to my friend at work, and I realized there's two genres I've never really fucking touched are westerns and war movies. War movies are different. It's a lot of it is like you know you're watching. A lot, I like them because I'm a history nerd. But then a lot of times you know again you're dealing with stuff that you can't deal with like you know issues between men you know male bonding and, mm-hmm. and death and loss and something that. That's the only way I think in a lot of ways that it's American society, especially it's acceptable for a guy to cry because like, hey, my buddy just got killed. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't see that like, no. you know, you don't see that in everyday life. So a lot of mm-hmm. that is um, war movies are harder, too, because everybody has a political angle. So it's, sometimes yeah. it's like and then some of those 70s, like Tor, Tor, Tor and all those, those are just big, long movies. We're going to yeah. jam as many stars in them as possible, but it's not necessarily good, mm-hmm. you know. I think for the longest time, the only two war movies like I say I ever saw were fucking Platoon and Dead Presidents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, Dead Presidents. That's right. It's Vietnam. Platoon's a good one though. Both of those are Vietnam, aren't they? Yeah. Fuck. Platoon's a good one. <laughs> I love that. That's a, that's a good one. That's, that's I only watched that because I was heavy in the Natural Born Killers as a kid. Right. And I saw Oliver Stone's name on that yeah, too, yeah. and I knew he had this worked on Scarface. Right. So I was like, oh, well, let me go. And I fucking ended up liking that movie. And Willem Dafoe, man, what a great mm-hmm. performance on the now. cover. And Tom Berenger too. That's right. The substitute. Yeah. Even young Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh fuck. Even right. young Charlie Sheen is gonna right. be in that. Right. You get a little five. You got five minutes of it in Forrest Gump. You got the little Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> You're running around saving people. Um, yeah, warm. Like, what would be? I mean, Saving Private Ryan would be. That's the one everybody says. You know, Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down. Oh, Black Hawk Down's good. Uh, I have a copy of that. Though. That's good. There's another one that everybody always says, but I can't fucking think of it right now. Uh, Mine is blank, super hard. The one I liked that was recent was um, the Midway. Not Midway. Nineteen whatever. No. Oh, 1917 was good. There, yeah. The what was the one with uh, uh, Dunkirk? Oh, fuck. Dunkirk. The Nolan movie, yeah. Dunkirk with yeah. Nolan, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, it was really well done. I was, you know, Nolan's good, you know, he gets a lot of flack for being like Kubrick where it's a little mm. cold. Yeah. But that one was good. Is yeah. it? Was it that or Midway? That was a remake. Midway was a remake. Okay. Midway had everybody in it. Like, as a, I think he, Eric Estrada was in that one. Oh shit! But then, yeah, that was like uh, uh, I think like Henry Fonda was in that, and like mm. you know, I think Toshiro Mifune is in that. He's either in that or Tora Tora Tora. Oh shit! As one of the you know like Yamamoto or somebody. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Midway was a remake, and then um, you know Pearl Harbor was basically a remake of Tora Tora Tora. Mm. And, uh, I think the like what happened in the seventies was they were like, oh, we're thirty years away from the war. Let's you know it's long <laughs> enough. Let's start making movies about it. You know, because you had Patton mm. and all those movies come out. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I see. Mash. Does that count as a war? Movie? Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I it's an Mash. it's an anti-war movie for yeah, sure. Yeah, I saw that back in the day. For sure. There's some eighties um, Vietnam movies that came. There's one called Hamburger Hill. And oh, that movie! It was I always like, saw it at the video store. It was kind of low budget, but it's it's like it's intense from what I remember. I haven't mm. seen it in years, but it's pretty gory. So is um, that the one where the meat so horny line comes from? No, that's Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. I got you. That's the one Cooper one of his I've never seen. I would. I think you would like it. Okay. I think you'll like it. It's kind of like two different movies in one. Mm-hmm. But it's it's. I think you I think you'd enjoy I need it. To check it out. I've not, I've not disliked any of his movies I've seen so far. What, what's your favorite Kubrick? 
<laughs> Fuck. 2001? Yeah. It's between 2001 and The Killing. The Killing's good. Now, those are the two I fuck with the most. Uh, the Shining is there, too. Of course. <laughs> See, it's funny you say 2001, because a lot of people would kind of shy away from that. Cause I it's so love that movie. <laughs> you know, I, I, I will watch that movie about once a year, and I it's boring, but in a good way. I don't even think I never I've never been bored watching that movie. I'm so fascinated. <laughs> you know what? When I when they get to the when they get to the mission, right? When they're yeah. flying to when they're trying to get to uh, Jupiter, and you're just watching them go through that day their day to day and their mm-hmm. routines, and you're watching them. You know, you know they're calling home and doing all that stuff, and they're watching the broadcast and all. I'm fascinated by all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I I I don't know. It's I don't know. If it's just the way he shoots it. It's yeah. like it makes you want to watch it. Like it's it interesting to look at, even if you don't know what the fuck is happening. Right. Clockwork Orange too. I forgot about Clockwork. Orange. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So. Try give give Full Metal Jacket a try. Yeah, but I've been meaning to for years. Because that's probably one of his most accessible movies too. I've heard. Yeah. That's probably one of his most accessible. And Down uh, the Shiny or the two. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn, Doctor Strange. Fuck. Yeah, he got Doctor Strange good. Love. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I love Gentlemen, that one there's no fighting in here. It's a war room. There's no fighting in the war room. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, history of the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a comedy, and it was quick, and we just watched yeah. it. You got to, it was a Brent's never seen, so we watched it. But, yeah, you knew this was going to happen, folks. You need yeah. to get me and Brent together. We're going to talk about nothing but movies. Exactly. And we never talk about the comedy movies. We always end up talking about the like the heavy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I watch more of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, try... If I was going to recommend... Shoot, if I was going to... I'm trying to think of a Western... I would say Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. Start that for your war Yeah, movie. I need to get that. That's on 4K now, so I can't buy it. Yeah. You know what's weird <laughs> is it's shot... It's filmed in 1.85. It's, mm. He did it in one... He did it in uh, almost square. Oh, okay. So if you find a widescreen, it's been modified. Ah, I have to look that up now. But it looks... I think they're fixing it now for wide, but he didn't mm. shoot it wide he uh, shot it he shot it square he tried to make it more like the cameras of the time or something yeah. yeah there's even a scene in there where they're filming a documentary as mm. they're filming so you've never seen Apocalypse Now oh I love Apocalypse Now I forgot about that there you go I forgot all about that movie right right I do like that I don't I've watched both versions I think I like the original version better but. that was funny today you did catch the reference because they had the tiger and I was like fucking tiger man yeah <laughs> <laughs> Never get out of the boat. If I just watched that for the first time here like four years ago. Yeah, that's a good one, man. That's that movie that is a movie that you feel like you took the trip with yeah. with uh with Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. You feel like you went on that journey. That's when I was watching someone I saw that he when he punches the glass in the beginning, that shit was real because he really got drunk. Right, right. <laughs> like, Have you ever seen Hearts of Darkness? No, but I want to. Though. Oh it's not on the Blu-ray I got. Check it out. So I'm like, that's on 4K now, but it has all that shit. When you there. get a chance, see that. That is a great documentary. Yeah, I need to watch that. I wanted to. It is a, you just you you'll, you will be like, what did this guy do? I just love that, and I always love that Lawrence Fishburne lied about his age. He was really 16. He's 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so young in that movie, man. He looks movie, like man. fucking baby. He looks like a little baby. Yeah, and then uh, that's another great cast. Yeah, it is. And then you know, just people popping. It's just like a. It's like it is a trip. It, you, it is a descent into madness for real that's Coppola that is, too right that's Coppola yeah yeah did you you've seen the conversation right what is that no with Gene Hackman no uh, that's a Coppola movie Never you might want to check out he plays a guy um, Gene Hackman plays a guy who is like a he, well he's basically um, spying 
on these two people. That's all I'm gonna tell you. He's not oh, a spy, okay. but he's like he's he's got them bugged. He's like following mm. them around and recording their conversation. Oh, okay. It's really good. Check it out. Right. It's a little different movie, but if you like Coppola, it's a movie he made in between Godfather and uh and uh Apocalypse Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to watch Dementia 13, too. I've never seen it. I mean, neither. Mm-mm. I've seen this on Blu-ray now. I've never seen Suspiria. I saw it once. I've never seen Dementia 13. Mm-hmm. I always think of those two in the same. I don't know why. I always lump them together. Suspiria, I couldn't get into. I watched it. It was who on drew, Turner Classic. Who was that? Argento. Argento. Yeah, yeah, Argento. I, I had to rewatch that because I just couldn't get into it. I know they remade it recently, too. Right. I had to rewatch it. I, I used to go through Leonard Maltin and like pick <laughs> movies and see if I could find them. <laughs> That's how I used to like expand before Turner and all that. Before yeah, all that stuff was out. I'd be like, "Oh, I wonder if I can find this movie mm. <laughs> at Blockbuster." And that's how I used to, or I'd look for it on cable. Mm-hmm. You know, but now it's like, "Oh, you just, I'll oh, just YouTube it." Yeah, go to Voodoo, <laughs> <laughs> rent it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, it's really. There's really no excuse for not watching stuff, mm-hmm. but I'll still avoid it because I want to watch another episode of Columbo. <sighs> yeah, gotta watch Mystery Science Theater. Or, right or Joe Bob Riggs. You got the you, yeah. You got the you got the comfort food. It's like comfort food. Yeah. It's like for me, like watching. Like I told you, I was you watching Columbo because it reminds you of your grandma. Yeah. I watched Rockford because it reminds me of my dad, and I just love Columbo. Mm-hmm. Um, but watching those, it's also a snapshot into like a very specific time. Like, yeah. look how beige the furniture was. <laughs> look how wide the ties were. How much look, wood is in this house? Right. Everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Great. You know, you were talking about Stranger Things. How you didn't. Like, the one thing that I liked about that show is they got the the set design right. They did. Because that's supposed to be like '84, right? Mm-hmm. But, and you'll see it when you watch Columbo and all that shit. Yeah. All that furniture that was not cheap furniture. <laughs> So you bought that. My parents bought a, a dining room set in 72. We still had it in 84 because it was still like solid. They were not going to get rid of that yeah. thing, right? So right. all of our stuff in the in the seven, in the the 80s was just holdovers from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have all the bright, like new. Everything was yeah. wood paneled and dark. <laughs> yeah, even Atari was wood grain. Right, right. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah. So that that's one thing that uh, when you see all those, it's funny to watch. You're like, oh, look. 70s, we had a lot of curtains up. We had a lot of orange. Yeah. Orange and beige and earth tones. And mm-hmm. Columbo's funny because he just looks like he could have stepped out of any era. Yeah, for real. With the, I didn't realize Columbo went all the way until like 2003. Yeah, he kept doing it on ABC. It, yeah. moved, it moved networks. and Because mm-hmm. he would just do it periodically. Yeah, it wasn't like an ongoing type Yeah, yeah. It might be like every couple of years he'd do a couple. That's a good-ass gig, man. Right? <laughs> just come in, smoke your cigar. <laughs> and then go, one more thing. Can I? <laughs> What's fun is that about the early ones too is the guest stars. Yeah, so far I've been loving. Right, you're like, oh, look at this guy, look at this guy. As I say, Robert Culp popped up in the last one. I right, watched. <laughs> that was before. Uh, that was after High Spy and before Greatest American Hero. Mm. Did you ever see that movie? The, that show, Greatest American Hero. Yeah, my uncle loves that show. God bless your uncle. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm walking on it. <laughs> Never thought I could be so free. Me and Nicole used to love that show. I don't know why we had that show in common. We we're growing up, but yeah, <laughs> Greatest American Hero, baby. I've never, I haven't seen it. In it's years. dumb, but Robert Culp was like the FBI sidekick. I don't even remember. He was like the only guy knew that knew his identity. <laughs> Good old Robert Culp. Yeah, he was a prick in that Columbo. He was like the security guy. <laughs> and Super the, ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. I forget what guy he called at the end. Oh, it was a fucking contact lens. The contact lens. <laughs> yeah, he faked like he, oh, I lost my contact lens. Mm-hmm. And he went to go back. Why'd you look for it in the trunk? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. 
I think they ended up not even being a contact lens in there. They just caught him looking for it. Right. Right. I think the ass club was like, was there a contact lens? I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just set it up. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, that was, that was always great because he always catches them in some little... And then he just annoys them to death. <laughs> but I told you my favorite scene of this is like right after the crime, he'll come up and just point out something that was amiss and that, that lets you know that he knows... And he's just going to make the guy sweat for the next 90 minutes. I think it was Robert Culp. I think it was that same episode where he had killed somebody else and he like had it dumped like the body had got dumped on his lawn like they were threatening him. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Columbo was just like, yeah, I'm just, I just don't understand if you had a body of somebody you know on the lawn, why'd you check your mail? <laughs> yeah. Like, That's what got him fucked up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. He came back and he... That was, was that Robert Culp or was that another one? Was that that episode? No, that was the guy that killed his partner. That was the the writer. They oh, killed that's his the, partner. That's the first one. That's the first. Okay. That was directed by Spielberg. Yeah, saw that. That was right. crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's the one with um, the Martin Milner, who was on Adam Twelve, plays the partner who gets killed, and then mm. then he tries that that lady tries to blackmail him, and he wrote. That's what it was. Okay. She yeah. has the weird teeth, and then she's all like blackmailing him, and then <laughs> she's like, he'll take me out on a date and yeah. give me this much. I forget how much money it was. thirteen thousand or something like that. Back then. Yeah, that's pre-inflation '70s money. But she said that he tried to keep that straight face. He was a motherfucker. Yeah, those those are I mean, Columbo's are great. What they I love are. about Columbo is you see the whole crime. Columbo doesn't show up for like twenty five minutes. He's like, in like yeah, yeah, he doesn't show up for like twenty five thirty minutes sometimes. I, I saw that the the one where the dude killed his partner. They said that was like the quickest time because usually it's like a whole like what it's like an hour sixteen minutes. For sixteen minutes, always that. Right. That one, he just smoked him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the only times I guess it was that quick. Right. He usually doesn't come in until a little while later. And then he disappears. What are you doing here? Who are you? Yeah, they never know who the fuck he is. Yeah. He just looks like some little dude. Mm-hmm. I love that show, man. You ever watch Mrs. Columbo? Uh, I forget. Isn't that uh, Isn't that uh, Janeway? I have no idea. Is it? I think it's Janeway. Oh, Look it up. <laughs> so I saw that was a thing, but I've never, ever seen it play on Yeah, TV. they try to spin her off into her own. It's not. It's not good. Because he always talks about his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a thing on the show. There's the pen clicking. I just found out it was me. Sorry. Sorry for Damn the pen. Damn, it is Janeway. Is it? Yeah. Damn, how do I know this stuff? It was on for 13 episodes. I can't remember, uh, you know, I can't remember to enroll in a 401k, but I know that Janeway <laughs> is Mrs. Columbo. There's something wrong with my life. <laughs> right. Oh uh, man, I know. What do you, let's let's talk about? It. What do you rank? Uh, History of the world. Would you rank that sucker? I would give it a seven out of ten. Hey, I liked it. That's good. It ain't touching Blazing Saddles yet, but that's that's you, like you. You know what? I was I wasn't really watching it when you were watching it, but you were getting some, there were you were getting some good laughs. <laughs> yeah, it made me laugh a lot. And there is a couple dummy kills in here, so there is that <laughs> too. I forgot about it. He <laughs> was like, I don't. I, he's like, I hate violence. Cool. And then he shoots people in the That shit was funny. One of my favorite lines: uh, "The peasants are revolting. You bet they stink on ice." <laughs> um. Yeah, he pulled. And then you hear the guy go, ah! He's like, he shot him right in the fucking head. And like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give it, I give History of the World about a seven. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. I thought you might say like eight or nine. Or no, no, I like it. But it's, it's good. It's solid. It's not his, it's not Blazing Saddles or Young no. Frankenstein. But it's, it's, that's a super 10 plus. But I like it better than Spaceballs. I do too, I think. Spaceballs is about a six for me. 
Yeah, yeah. I, to, I need to rewatch that again, man. Oh, I can make PJ watch that now. He might finally get the jokes. There you go. That's how I'm gonna. The weird thing about Spaceballs is that it seems directed by a different guy because the the side characters just running around. It doesn't seem like mm-hmm. not all of it feels like a Mel Brooks movie. Nah, it was like you said. I guess he feel had no love for Star. It was right. just a hot thing at the time. Right. And it's weird because it kind of wastes. Like you have John Candy, who I love and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, it's funny, but it's like, oh, you could have done so much more just having yeah. John Candy in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, you know, so, I don't know. There's people in there that aren't, like, Daphne Zunica is like a zero <laughs> as Princess Vespa, and, you know, <laughs> why, why is Dick Van Patten in there? You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck, that's right. Right, you know what I mean? Like, he's not that kind of an actor. The scene I always remember, even as a kid, it was always a scene that stuck out with me as your boy John Hurt having an alien pop out and start doing it. That is fantastic. I love like, that. See, there are scenes like that where like, it's like he got it. Sometimes he nailed it. Uh-huh. Just because it's so nuts. And that's the end of the movie, ain't it? Uh, no, it's in the middle because it's like oh, when okay. they go to the cantina. It's like that oh, version of the cantina. Okay. And it just runs off. Hello, yeah. my baby. Yeah. Hello, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, takes out a little, little top hat and a little 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 oh, cane. Oh, you didn't pull out the actual type of Yeah, the little cane. It was always that scene. I remembered it, and it was always the scene where they were, like, putting the tape in, watching themselves and shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ludicrous speed. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the, um, the on the Tesla, mm-hmm. there's a, they, they call it, um, the, there's a, a plaid version because the car goes so fast <laughs> it goes to plaid it's like oh, Elon Musk don't make me kind of grudgingly like something about you <laughs> um, but yeah uh, and then yeah then there's the whole you know, there's there's funny moments in in, yeah. in Spaceballs but I feel like this movie is more consistently funny it even is. though it is uneven yeah it was more consistently funny because I laugh at all the caveman stuff. It's dumb. It's dumb yeah, slapstick. It's just dumb slapstick. This little man come over and wave like, "Hi, everybody!" And get hit with the spear. And they pull it out. No blood. No horn. <laughs> yeah, they're all doing like the big, big eyes and you know, big takes when they die and do all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah, but the Rome. I feel like there's some really solid Rome stuff in there yeah. that on par with like some of his better mm-hmm. stuff. So that kind of lifts it for me so yeah mm-hmm. I would recommend if you've never seen you know if you're not a, if you've never seen uh, History of the World and you want to dip your toes into Mel Brooks it might be a good place to start if you're not ready to tackle Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein although I don't know why we, you would avoid those two right you know but, <laughs> uh, well we which, know some people that don't like Blazing Saddles because of the language right know? right which is understandable yeah but you also have to understand that that is part of the 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 it's a very necessary part of the mm-hmm. of the what he's trying to prove and the, how he's trying to do it. What's well, like you said before on the show? It's like all the people saying it are dumbasses, right? So. <laughs> right. It's like the great line by by Gene Wilder. He says, "You know, they're you know these people. He's all he's all these people are the common clay. You know, morons." <laughs> Even had your boy legit burst out laughing. Right, and it's it's true. It's still true today. It holds yeah. it holds up. That's why that movie holds up because it's mm-hmm. the it, you know, it's the dumbest and the and the you know like I love that scene in the beginning when they're trying to get him to sing and they're like oh, what yeah. what like we sing what we and then know they, we, they, they, you know the camp town lady and they're all dancing around like a bunch of assholes and then, <laughs> what in the wow wow. <laughs> 
Slim, the great Slim Pickens. Nah, I know. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? I'll tell you one thing. I always had my grandma burst out laughing when they were dressed up like the fucking uh, clan members and shit. <laughs> Are you pulling around the right? He's like, where are the white women at? My grandma would be in tears laughing. <laughs> oh, boys, look at what I got here. And then he like, pull, just pulls them out from behind the rock. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I love when he says, uh, when he's, what does he say? He goes, he goes, oh, baby. You are so good, and they are so dumb. Uh, it's the best. Yeah, they're the idiots. They're the butts. Mm-hmm. They're the butt of the. He's never the butt of the joke. No, uh, you know he's never the butt. Of, maybe a little bit like just, but in more silly stuff. Like he's the butt of the joke when Gene Wilder does a thing with a chess piece. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, like that kind of thing. But, but he's, Gene Wilder don't see that. Right. He's <laughs> never the. He's never the butt of the joke as far as that, anything else is concerned. And so mm-hmm. that's what. That's the difference. And I hate when people go, well, you could never make that movie today. Oh, they would never let you make that movie today. But those people are always, I always feel like those are the people that want to be able to use that language. And Uh, that's why, I feel like that's why they say, because why would you need to remake it? That's a perfect movie. Yeah, don't fuck with it. There's no reason to, why would you make it? Oh, they are though. What? There's there. I, it's <laughs> I gotta find a name. It's, it's an animated movie. I think it's called Blazing Samurai. But it's like Cats. Hold on. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. I think even Mel Brooks might even have something to do with it. Okay, then that's okay. I mean, if Mel Brooks is trying to redo it, I don't know, but I don't know. That, but Blazing Samurai. It's something like that. Is it going to be a. Uh, where's my Blazing Saddles? When are, when are the Mexicans going to get it? We got La Bamba. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Find that out. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I love that movie, and it's, uh, honestly, I feel like I saw that movie at a really young age, but uh, I also feel like that's one of the movies that kind of helped me navigate things and understand things in a weird way. Um, yeah, I didn't want to look like the the dumb guys in the beginning. Saying doodar doodar. Oh, did they? Did they can oh, did it? They change the name. It's, it says, always oh, is formerly known as Blazing Samurai. Now it's called Pauls of Fury: The Legend of Hank. Says <laughs> the down on his luck hound finds himself in a town full of cats who need a hero to defend them from a ruthless villain's <laughs> evil plot to wipe their village off the map. With help from a reluctant trainer, the underdog must assume the role of a fearsome samurai and team up with the felines to save the day. The only problem is they all hate dogs. So it's a little bit Seven Samurai Seven, and a yeah. little bit of Blazing Saddles. It's Michael Sarah, Ricky Gervais, George Takei, Gabriel Iglesias, Michelle Yeoh, and Samuel L. Jackson. Wow. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh? Who's directing? Rob Minkoff and Mark Cossiter. Oh, those are the guys that do, the, I think they do either the... The what's the Gru the the Despicable Me movies? Uh, Is that them? I'm about to try and find it for you. Or it's or uh, they do one of the or the Pets the the Wonderful Life of Pets. Ah, uh, come on now. We gotta we gotta find this out. Do not remake Blazing Saddles. Directed The Lion King, it says. What? 1994. Hold okay, on. I'm double, way off. Let me double check this. I'm way off. Well, with the Rob Minkoff guy directed The Lion King. Okay. The other guy didn't. Uh, 
Fuck, I didn't expect to see the fucking Lion King. Well, I'm an, I, I take it back. This is going to be the greatest movie of all time. Rob Minkoff did Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Okay. The Forbidden Kingdom. Okay. The Haunted Mansion. Okay. Both Stuart Little movies. And Lion King. That's weird. Let's see what other guy fucking while I'm here. Mark Coster. Let's see what this. Let's see what this bumble. He directed nothing else. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. I, why do I think? I don't know why I thought that was a, the other guys that did the. I'm. I wouldn't I, have been able to say. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna be real honest with you. I don't know a lot of my animation directors. I mean, I don't watch a lot of animation. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite animated movie? Three hours into the podcast. Fuck. <laughs> favorite animated movie. Yeah. I can't even think of them right now. What about, uh, what's the most violent animated That's movie? That's what I'm trying to think <laughs> uh, I want to say Akira, but I know that's not it. That's just the first thing that came on my, there's something. I just can't think of it right now. Fritz the Cat. Never seen it. I, I think I started it somewhere. It was rated X at the time. I don't, I don't mm. think it hold. I don't think it holds up. Uh, probably not. I don't think it holds up, but that's okay. <laughs> you know what holds up? Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Damn Watch right. those over again. Mm-hmm. Young Frankenstein. I do not know. I flip back and forth on which one of those I, is funnier. Oh, it's always Blazing Saddles for me. It's hard to go away from that. Really? I love that movie. <laughs> you know what? I said this to John. I said Blazing Saddles is funnier. It's a funnier script. It, it, like, there's more belly laughs in it. Mm-hmm. But to me, Frankenstein, more, Young Frankenstein is, a, is an actual movie. Like, we talked yeah. about it. You, there's no ending. In, in, but it is funny. I love that they break the, the fourth wall and do all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. That stuff at the end, that, there's always a line that nobody ever laughs at. And it always gets me. It's when they... They break into the commissary and they show a guy dressed as Hitler. <laughs> and the guy says, Murray, are you still here? He goes, they lose me after the bunker, bunker scene. scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes uh, me laugh every time. That is a good one. If you look very carefully uh, in the during the pie scene where they've got everything sped up uh-huh. uh, and they're throwing everything back, if you look on the on the counter going back and forth is that guy uh-huh. And he's throwing up sea hiles. Yeah, the whole reason. time. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, somebody just nails him with a pie, and he falls off. It's like who would think to even put that in the background? Freaking Mel Brooks, genius! You genius, Mel Brooks. For a long time, I didn't even know that was Dom DeLuise at the end either. Oh For a yeah. Long time. Uh, that line always makes me laugh, even though you're not supposed to say it. When mm. he says, "Watch me," oh, every time, every time. It yeah. Me. Um. <laughs> There's so many great lines in that movie. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot of fond memories of that movie because my uncle introduced me to that at a pretty young age and uh, it was one of his favorite movies. And so I always felt like, ooh, I shouldn't be watching this, but man, it made me laugh. Mm -hmm. And then every year I get older and get more jokes, more jokes, more jokes, more jokes. (laughs) It's jokes on jokes on jokes. That thing is just... And then, you know what? The last joke that finally clicked with me was... And it took me years to get, and I was so, felt so stupid. And I always knew there was a joke there, was when he says, we offer you this laurel and hearty handshake. And I was like, <laughs> it finally dawned on me. I was like, laurel and hearty. Uh-huh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and this was like last year when I figured it out. Oh, fuck. No, I'm just kidding. But it took me forever. To, I always knew. I was like, "There's a he's saying it a certain way. Why is he saying mm-hmm. it that way? This is your cousin, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin Berry. That is the worst joke in all of movies. Yeah, that was not great. <laughs> that knocks that movie from being a 10. Mm. 
No, not really. <laughs> How do you feel about Back to the Future? You like that movie? As I, I liked them. As a kid, I always liked the second one more as a kid. Yeah, because it was dark. <laughs> it was probably what it was. Right. You were you were you were a kid. You were just like you were you were you were like an emo. Oh, kid. emo, black emo, blue emo. Ble- <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would be. I would. I would have been a memo, but I wasn't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you were a blemo kid, so <laughs> you basically listened to a lot of uh, 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 what's the, what would you listen to? Public kid. Enemy, yeah, Public Enemy, Public Enemy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just uh, watched. Uh, you were just angry. You were angry at everything. You watched. Oh, uh, you only like The Empire Strikes Back. Yes, true. Back to Future Two. That's true. Right. You only watch movies with bummer <laughs> endings. Uh, Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> Dystopian Blade Runner. Right, yeah, all yeah, Blade Runner. Boy and his dog, just oh, all fuck. the dystopian sad movies. That's true. You'd laugh at the end of old Yeller. You just like, I laugh. did laugh at the end yeah, of old Yeller, actually. I know you see. Uh yeah, so that uh the, you know, the Blemo kid. Yeah, definitely. That's the Urban Dictionary now. Nah. Right. It's in there. I'm, I'm gonna put C Brent. Capital H, capital V, capital H. See the P, lowercase oddcast. Uh, Brent, how are, how's the podcast going? We just hit our fifth year anniversary. Today. I meant day. Is it today? Or technically, it was Friday. Technically, yesterday. Now, but happy anniversary to you. Thank you. How do you feel? And what did you do for your special? What What are you doing this week? The first episode when we redid Equilibrium. Nice. For five years, he was like, "Let's go back and do the movie we started with five years ago." And, That's great, and we ended up liking it about the same as we did before. That's not great. <laughs> no, exactly, <laughs> it wasn't. But that episode is fun because my mom is there with us. Yes, <laughs> and you can see how where it all comes from. And how have people described this episode? Hilarious. Thankfully, it was one of them I did see. People said I, they should get mom on there more often. Right. Uh, <laughs> Happy to have PJ back. I've seen a couple of people right. say that. Somebody bought three shirts. So somebody loved it that much. They went and bought three shirts. Wow. I saw three or two public like you made a sale and it was like time one, time one. I was like, oh shit, they bought three. Shout out to Patrick. There you Is right. it the Patrick shirts? Yes, sir. Oh, shout out to Patrick. PD Max has nine. Yeah. There you go. But I did say on the uh, the last episode, it was but solo when I did like a fifth year anniversary thing for that. Because that was technically the week that was the fifth year anniversary. But I didn't do it officially because PJ wasn't there. So I just did like I told the story of how we came to doing this shit. Right. And the two words that somebody said, they said it was heartwarming and inspiration. There you go. That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I wanted to do. Was those it was that episode. And I was I never expected to hear those two words to describe what the fuck we do. Right. <laughs> heartwarming. But it, you know what? Let, let me tell you, and I've told you this before, and I'm not trying to kiss your ass. Oh fuck. But uh a good podcast is like hanging out with your friends. Yeah. And uh, that's how I feel. I know I feel that way when I when I listen to your podcast, and I've gotten and like I said, I've known you for. So, I mean, we've. I mean, obviously, we've 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 talked more and we've gotten closer mm. over the years. But yeah, uh, I felt like from the start it was easy to talk to you because I felt like I knew a little bit about you from listening to the podcast. Hell, I tell a lot about right. <laughs> you know, here on the show we we mess around a lot, and uh, back when it was just me and like one co-host, there was mm. more personal stuff. But you know now it's all yeah. I have to wrangle. It's like we're herding cats with these kids. <laughs> and uh, but 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 you know we had we had already had like a a, 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 a rapport. But I when I first listened to your podcast, it was funny because I think I sent you. I said, hey, uh, I think I think we talked about Levelator or something. I was like, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, this might help you out. Um, 
and you were very receptive and I was like I didn't want to come off like an asshole no. I just want to be like hey hey you know I'm just I'm, I like your show and I think this might be able to help you and uh, but, you, but you were always real receptive to it and then it was just cool it was just like oh this is great like uh, mm-hmm. this is somebody I listening to the show week after week is like this is somebody I want to hang out with <laughs> and so it's cool now as a as me as just a fan of your show to be able to sit here and just shoot the shit with you live in person yeah. in person and it's not it's the same as if you were calling me on I mean obviously better fidelity well, yeah definitely. and then I can see you here <laughs> and I can see you're not wearing pants which I have not addressed right, right. they can't see but that's you said that's that's how I podcast something about you said you you have to be comfortable this is how you're comfortable exactly see I'm comfortable with yeah you. yeah so I'm just like okay I guess uh, <laughs> just don't look down it's fine it's not for me to judge I just maintain eye contact it's yeah, the opposite see? of the other thing that's why he's facing the wall that's right I just look at, I'm just looking at my Godzilla Kaiju game I'm just kidding uh, I always do that. I focus on a point. So now you know when you watch me on uh, on the camera, I'm not ignoring you. I just find a focal point. Right? See, now, yeah, I can see off screen now. Right now, you know what I'm staring at. <laughs> staring at the Rocketeer over there. And um, <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, it's uh, congratulations on five years. That's Thank a you. big milestone. Yeah. And uh, I was sad because I didn't realize it when we signed off on our what could be our last. Group oh, episode yeah. because you're you're taking a new job, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say I, I I was like fuck I did not say happy anniversary to you so I'm glad I got a chance to tell you happy yeah. anniversary on your actual anniversary sort of so yeah it's close enough right so what, what's what's coming on what's coming up going on in the next five years hopefully more podcasts <laughs> we got enough Patreon movies to keep us going go backwards. Just piss everybody off. Go backwards now. <laughs> Start with the last one you watched. Just keep doing them all. Work over. your way down. But there's a lot of movies I want to rewatch. No, <laughs> you guys do some. You do God's work over there. <laughs> some of it's us. Some of it's other people. I don't want to watch Roller Gator again. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Unless it's the Rift Tracks version. I don't want. Oh, I love it. No, you guys. Uh, if you have not, I mean, why are you listening to this podcast if you have not listened to Brent in the Home Video Hustle? But if you haven't, go check it out. Go check it out. They are at capital H, capital P, capital H, capital P, lowercase oddcast. Damn right, on Twitter. I'm getting pretty good at that. Yeah, better than PJ. What? PJ couldn't even remember it last time. Shout out to PJ. We need to get PJ out here. <laughs> next time, I'll tell you, next time I come, bring it with me. I'm going to find I can just imagine him on that couch just staring. And just smiling the whole just fucking smiling time. smiling the whole time. We're here. What's your name again? Mario. Mario. <laughs> I've recommended like all the good movies. I recommend nothing but gold to you. That's true. PJ. Horrible and Assault on Precinct 13. Damn. Those are the two you're giving us so far. <laughs> you guys got hype over Broken Glass? That shit was, it was hype though. <laughs> the little girl told her, hey, this ain't the right ice cream. Shut up. <laughs> that was the first movie I thought I was like, I go, these guys have to watch that. Because of that scene. And we fucking die. I this. knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Because PJ, we didn't know what was coming. PJ was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, they just, they just shot that kid. He's right in the fucking chest. And then I saw a thing where John Carpenter said, did that movie now he wouldn't put the part in there it's like stop being a coward right that's the best that's, you're like that's my favorite part it is the bat and shooting windows out that's like that's like not putting the Death Star in Star Wars exactly uh, so you're gonna do so now PJ's been kind of infrequent so you've been picking up yeah. other guests other guests are just doing it myself right Did you do you mind doing it alone or does that is that harder for you I used to be worried about doing it because I didn't think people want to hear just me, but now that I've done it a few times, it's cool. So I don't mind doing that. Right, I can't do it. I would just fucking ramble. 
that's kind of what I do. Well, that's what we do normally. So it's, it, it I mean, we both, we both have shows like that. Yeah. I'm sure they probably think we've been rambling for like hours now. <laughs> well, it's been two and a half, but I'm not cutting this. It's your fifth year anniversary. We're yeah. celebrating. We're out here. We're having a conversation. If you don't like it, uh, fuck off. <laughs> come back to come back next week, and we'll talk about uh, Shawshank Redemption. And they're like, "Where's Jake? I want Jake. Well, Bone Daddy." Yeah, we, Bone Daddy's not here. <laughs> they all bailed. They all went home. That's true. They were tired. We wore them out. <laughs> I mean, I understand John Sandy. You know, he's. Yeah. I understand he's tired. It was a long drive for him, but mm-hmm. listen, these other kids are young. Patrick had to work, so it's it was kind of messy. But it, yeah. we got a chance to sit down and talk uh, mano a mano. There you go. Is there anything you want to ask me now that we're face to face? Aside from will I kiss you again? That was weird. <laughs> but now we know you're CPR certified. That's so right. That's I could I could say. Is lives. there anything we, we you wanted to talk about live that we that you were like we're going to talk about this when we sit down face to face? I'm just trying to think. Uh, just is there anything you need? Because uh, I'm 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 going to wrap it up. Otherwise, I'm trying to think. I think we've been talked about a lot. We talked about everything. <laughs> yeah. So we done covered most of the bases. Well, if you hadn't been on the show like the last two months, I think that we would have had more. Yeah. But this is nice just to sit and talk with somebody. It is, yeah. I feel like with another podcast host, I don't have to, I can just, if I stop talking, you'll pick it up. Yeah. See, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Brent, it is, uh, honestly, man, I, I am so excited you came out here and uh, and you, you're going to, you have a little, do you want to, do you want to, you have a little bit of a tour coming up, maybe, or. You're gonna. I don't want to ruin it because it's somebody else's podcast. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna say anything, but there's gonna be more crossover action. There just may be somebody may be coming our way, right? In the studio, quote unquote, right? So, 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 okay. (laughs) So, if you're keeping score at home, Brent, so far, in and out. Yes. Then the next morning, the hat. Yes. Then uh, we went to a Mexican restaurant, got some. A food called Pizarra Capital. That's right. The, yeah. Then we went to Pine Burger. Yes. Then Philippe's. That's right. Then Jack, Jack the in Box. the Box. We're assholes. The uh, food tour. The food tour. And then was it Korean barbecue tomorrow? Well, I think so. We're gonna try to get some Korean barbecue. I still got to get you street tacos. That's right. We ain't got tacos yet either. We got to get you Del Tacos. So you can see what that <laughs> tastes like. Compared to Taco Bell. Yeah, that's all we got back home. Well, no, it's one Del Taco back home. Just one now. Go out there, support Del Taco. They're, fight, they're the only ones fighting the evil empire <laughs> of Taco Bell. I'm gonna try Taco Bell everywhere. We got one Del Taco. Taco Bell is the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I saw. He just got called out for bringing up like fake shit on his show, and he found out live as he was talking about As he was talking about it. <laughs> I didn't see the clip. I just read that and was laughing my ass off. Why do people... Listen, we're entertainers. You should not take anything Brent or myself. You should not You should not be following any podcaster and being like, this yeah. guy is going to inform my personal philosophy. Yeah, don't, don't let me be... Your personality be what I'm saying. It's like. entertainment. <laughs> we're here to entertain. And of course, you're not... No, you're not. Are you entertained? No. Because I fail miserably every time. But still... <laughs> Don't go. Don't seek out guys who used to host shows where people ate bugs. That's true. As your as your personal guru, <laughs> he's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. No. All right. Don't be dumb. Mm-mm. And then speaking of doctors, uh, please see Doctor Joseph Cipriano for your Y strap uh, adjustment. Don't. That is not an actual endorsement. Get your neck cracked. We were watching some Y strap videos, and that is not dirty. <laughs> 
Did you think about it like that? <laughs> right. Get the, get out the wise trap. Cracking. Yeah, yeah. Get the wise trap out. Brent, it's been a pleasure, sir. It's been a pleasure hanging with y'all too. And thank you for your hospitality. Oh. And all that good. I want to hope you come back soon. For I'm real. Gonna, I'm gonna come back. I mean, you're gonna be here tomorrow. Well, you're gonna be here the next couple of days. I'll be back in the next couple of days. But so. you, the, the people at home, by the time you hear Brent again, oh yeah. Uh, he'll probably well no mate, if we get everything if we get something recorded tomorrow yeah from the deep within the bunker here yeah like I was bummed we didn't get to record at the studio yeah I was wondering if we'd be able to but it was uh, the hours we should have just done it yesterday we pretty much started to. <laughs> I know we sat down we got in there and it was like if it felt good to be back behind the mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah it was nice we got to at least sit here and do it I was say at least if we do it here it's kind of Similar type right, thing. Right, right, right. I just got to clean off this damn table. Somebody left Jack in the Box bag. Oh, that was me. I said it was yours, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, for Brent, for myself. <laughs> so, so weird. Brent, tell every, first of all, just tell everybody where they can find you and what episodes you got coming on. And, all right. And give them a little preview of what's going on the next week or two. You can find me and my homie PJ over on the Home Video Hustle Podcast. We release episodes every Friday, and we release YouTube videos every Wednesday on our YouTube page. You can find, that's how you can find out what movie we got coming up on Friday, or you can just wait till Friday. But what fucking fun is that? Just watch the YouTube video. And we're on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase I, cast, HVH Podcast on Twitter, Home Video Hustle Podcast on Instagram, Home Video Hustle on Facebook, Home Video Hustle on YouTube. PJ has music. He's the rapper. He got bars. Bars. That's 614P underscore music over on SoundCloud. And of you, I mean, if you like this and then you listen to our show and then you want to help support us and be like Mario and make us watch movies, patreon.com slash home video hustle. Two tiers, one dollar tier, three dollar tier. Get movies, get the full video recordings of the podcast, all that good Do shit. Do it. And we got merch on T Public if you want my face on your body. If you like my voice and want my face on you, you can get that too. Mm. In your ears and on your body. A lot of people wearing those shirts inside Somebody out. Somebody bought three. <laughs> oh, that was Mike <laughs> Backford sent me a picture. He had the, the PJ face shirt. And he wore it so much that it faded to where like you can't see PJ's face no more. <laughs> you can see the outline. See, I think I saved it. It's also. Ghost PJ. That's what it looks. I think I even said that. Like Scooby Doo Ghost PJ. Oh wow! Who wore the fuck up that shirt? You know what that is? That's Amazon profile PJ right there. You know how the Amazon profile just gives you the, <laughs> right. the little outline. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. I'm about to show him. I'm like somebody. He done wore you out so much, PJ. Uh, Mikey Bags, uh, quick. Uh, here's a little something for you. Washing cold. Hang and dry. Don't, uh, <laughs> or tumble dry low for about 10, 15 minutes on mm-hmm. low just to get the wrinkles out and uh, get it a little warm and then, and then hang it. And then it won't that happen. Wash and cold, buddy. I just keep buying more. It's fine. Yeah, that's true, too. Support the show. <laughs> Damn right. Don't be, don't be cheap. No. Uh, I refuse to buy that shirt because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I want you to be successful, but I don't want you to be that successful. <laughs> You got you got somebody that can even make you shirts. You got an artist right, on the shirt. Right. I don't I don't like my I do not want people wearing my face. I would buy the fuck out that shirt. Oh, that is awful. How <laughs> the warrior. That, 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 that picture he I'm so ugly in that picture. I mean I'm not a I mean I have a face already. There's a reason I'm doing this podcast, but <clears throat> God dang, that is not a flattering uh logo. <laughs> it's good. He let me tell you, and that's it's that, good art. Uh, that's what it is, and that <laughs> uh, that sounds like a slam on Patrick, and it's not. He's a good artist, and he captured it perfectly, and that's what's <laughs> awful about it. <laughs> I just love mine too because he did mine before my mustache grew back. 
so oh. I have no mustache yeah. in the fucking art. Yeah, you can pencil, you can pencil that. They just have to go in there with the marker on the little file right. and just draw right, right. over. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, you just do the little. Yeah, that, two seconds, two seconds in, in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true. I don't know what you use. Photoshop, whatever. I do audio. I don't draw shit. I'm still using a Commodore 64. All right. <laughs> Check us out on uh, at Soup Complex, SLUP Complex. As always, please uh, give us a follow and uh, you know interact with us. Tell us what you thought of the show, and we we'll be back next week. This is like a little nice little bonus episode. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, we are going to talk about Shawshank Redemption. We didn't get to talk about it this week, and that's a Brent's never seen. What Shawshank? Oh, is that no, oh, no, 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 no? I love that movie. Who who had never seen it? Somebody was in the car today saying they had never seen it. Oh, oh it was Justine. Justine oh, had never seen. It was her. I think it was. When we recorded last, I think it was like her and somebody. It might have been Jake. I might have raised his hand too. I'm not sure. All right. Somebody well, else raised their hand though. That's weird. <laughs> How do you. I don't know. All right. That's it. We'll see you next week, everybody. Until next time, Unity. Peace.